Hi, this is Michelle for Dobbs. If you're like me and always search for deals for your car, then check out GoToDobbs.com before you spend a dollar anywhere else. You'll find amazing deals on new tires and expert auto service. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver tire, and service deals today. Dobbs, with 43 locations, real deals are always close by. You've heard of all the services Victory Men's Health offers. Now it's even easier with their telehealth service. Whether it's weight loss, hormones, or micronutrient testing, you can be assessed in the comfort of your own home. It's easy by just going to victorymenshealth.com and clicking on telehealth. Pick the service you're interested in, and based on what service you are seeking, a lab draw kit will be shipped right to your home. Then a video telehealth consultation to discuss your results. Telehealth from Victory Men's Health. Victorymenshealth.com for more details. Must be a resident of Illinois or Missouri to use this service. NinjaBling.com, the online home of Moritz Royce Jewelry, the exclusive jeweler of the Riz Show. Check out their huge collection, including one-of-a-kind pieces from the Simon G Collection. Or they can make you your own custom-built piece just for you. And because they have an upstairs location, Moritz Royce can save you money over the street-level stores. Make an appointment. Head to NinjaBling.com to get the address and phone number. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Moritz Royce Jewelry, where you get the jewels and not the shaft. Show podcast powered by Dobbs. Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers are hiring now with 42 stores. Apply at go to Dobbs.com today. All right, let's hit it. Listener discretion is advised. Friday, learns off tomorrow. Yeah. Oh, you gotta, you're going to get after it tonight. I am. Yeah. Pageant tonight. Your band's playing the pageant tonight. Mm-hmm. Just mm-hmm. think two weeks in a row at the pageant for you. I know, dude. I have tonight, and then next Thursday is You Man's Roast at the Sheldon, and then Riz Show Live. I have, like, so much fun packed into the next week and a half. Man. Yeah. Yeah, we have uh, Riz Show Live rehearsal next Friday. How about that? I'm excited Ooh, for that. Fancy. Yeah. A run-through. A run-through, yeah. There's so much stuff we're building for the stage. Oh, I know. It's, uh, you know, it it, it it brings me back to the last time we did Riz Show Live. And remember, we did the rehearsals over at Pops the day before. And it was always Jeff. You have to go, dude, reel it in for a second. I want to get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be the new Jeff. because <laughs> I Like, hey. Focus. I, like, yeah, I know, dude. I want to have fun. Focus he's go- for he's a goofing. second. He's just goofing. Well, no, for the rehearsal, it's where where we'll do all the goofing. Saturday. We'll yeah, do all the, the goofing Saturday. Rehearsal next week is just, we need to we need to get this right. We need to get it right. It's going to uh, be you know two thousand people there. Mm-hmm. I need to be allowed three goofs or three rehearsal goofs. I think there needs to be a. Goof quota. I guarantee you, I will yell at somebody. You know, I think what I think. You know, I think Jeff was doing. Jeff, I feel like always wanted, and I think we could all. It was stick. He well, yeah, but he always wanted to be in a band. Like you know, like I don't think he wanted to be in a band, but he always envied. 
band guys. Yeah. In in a way where he felt like this was band practice. Yeah. And mm. he think and I think he thought he would think of band practice as like these fun like hey let's all get together and just yeah. just like share our talent. No, man, we're, we're, we're like, it, no because no, last year like this work, year get out of here. last year like this year we we went after the show. Yeah. Right. Oh, I think last year we did it. Do we do rehearsal and then the show? Oh, like back to back in the same. No. Night. I think, are you sure? No, yeah, I think, I think we, we did, did it the day before. Because we oh, went, did we? There was. I'm one pretty t- confident we went on. There a was Friday. one time Guar was there and we couldn't do it. Yeah, like Guar oh. was there the night before. We only got like one rehearsal ever. But then the um, there was another one where we went there like the week before just to kind of scout the stage. Yeah. And, and a couple other things. It wasn't like a rehearsal, but Jeff was. Oh good man. Mm-hmm. We're trying on outfits. I mean, there's a there's a whole. I tried it's my a, outfit on last night. It's a whole night. thing. It's, it's a, this is say. a whole thing. Tim, even my husband's involved now. He's got to build something for the set. Good. So he's this weekend. We got we're going Tim, to Lowe's. Much like Jesus, a carpenter. He is. <laughs> okay. Hey, uh, Joe, on the instant feedback. Uh, mm-hmm. Hey, who was covering uh, Hardship Box uh, before the anthem? Uh, that was actually a Rafe pick. Rafe was out last night, hitting the town, out on the town, and uh, you saw a woman named Lizzie Weber. I did. Well, I guess it's St. Louis' own. She is. She was great. And uh, you were like, man, I saw this this woman last night do this really haunting version of heart-shaped box on a piano. Mm-hmm. Nice. And happen to have that here in the uh, in the old system. From her doing it? From her, yeah. Wow. I guess Donnie's played it before. I, d- I wasn't, I was doing something else. I didn't even hear it off. Yeah, it was great. listen. Wonderful. Yeah, she was great, man. It's always cool to go out. She was opening for Joe Pug, who is an artist I really like. Uh, they did Blue Strawberry last night, which is uh, I had never been there before. It was a cool venue. Where's that at? On Boyle, kind of down right at the entrance of the Central West End. Really? Near the Gaslight Theater. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it used to be Chicken Place. Juniper? Yes. Oh, Juniper that Grill? Place? I think it used really? to be that place. I could be wrong. That's closed? I think it moved. Oh. I think they moved to a bigger location. Um, cool performance space. It was like a dinner. You sit at a table, you have dinner, and it was nice. They had deviled eggs and pork steak on the menu. Oh, so man. you know that this is... is a St. Louis place. It's a Rafe Williams place. It is. It's almost like you went to church yesterday. Almost. Mm. I did. He just sang a John Prine song, and I cried and flipped the table over and ran out of there in front of everybody. <laughs> I couldn't handle it. He Did sang, you go by yourself? He sang John Prine's Sam, Sam Stone song, and I don't know if you guys know that song, but it's like uh, the Quinn, it's the best song about like Vietnam veterans or whatever. And it was. I'm not familiar with uh, the works of John Prine. Yeah, well, he was American you treasure. More than you right? He was an American treasure. <laughs> it was just a cool night. She was really, really uh, talented, and it's always cool to see. She lives here again. She said she's living in New City and touring. So, anytime I see a local artist that's like crushing it. Yeah, that was. I know we don't Lizzie. do shout outs, but. Uh, well, I'll do, hey, shout out Lizzie Weber. Good job, Lizzie. Good job. Hey, put a link to that up on our uh, on our socials. Okay. For the kids to hear. For the children. For the children to hear. Yeah, who'd you go with last night? Uh, I went by myself, and then uh, at the last moment, uh, my friend Zach swooped in, got a night off from Daddy Daycare. Mm. He texted me last minute. He goes, about something with uh, Flyover Fest, and I said, what are you doing right now? He goes, what are you doing? I go, I'm about to house a pork steak alone in front of all these people. Why don't you <laughs> get up here? And I felt bad, dude, in the middle of, and I've never, so it's like you pay for a table and tickets, right? Yeah. These are like $40 tickets. They were. Does it come with the meal? No. Just the tickets, like to reserve a table, because it's a small space, you know. 
And we sat out, and I, dude, I just ordered like deviled eggs and a pork steak, and he'd ordered food. And it was just like a, you know, it's like a four top table, but it's small. And I felt bad because the hostess came up and she was like, hey, would you guys be upset if I sat another couple with you? Yes. Yes, I would. <laughs> and Yes, I would. Yeah, I didn't say anything, but Zach was like, ah. Uh, ah, cool. And she's uh, like, okay, never mind. And I was like, thank you for doing that. I was like, because I, I wanted to say yes, but I was, because I had ordered food, I don't think it would have bothered me as much. I'm like, I don't want like just two strangers to sit down and then me get a giant pork steak delivered. Be like, hey, where are you guys from? You know, just like feeding potato salad to them, being like, you got to try this. Listen, you guys, what are you, oh, it's your high anniversary? Yeah, it'd be, Great. It'd be one thing if it was maybe just drinks. Yeah, I wouldn't care. That's a softer way of using the two word response. It's I don't a, that's know. a softer and, note. And by the, and by the uh, way, I said yeah. maybe. I don't know. I, I'm down. I'm down with the with the communal seating. Me too. I'm not. Communal seating. I, I felt bad. I feel like I, I'm the type of person that you. I can talk to anybody. I don't want to meet anybody. That's you though. That's okay. I'm not <laughs> I'm, judging I'm, you. I'm I agree with Lauren. I'm, I'm definitely down for it if it's at someone else's table. Now if they smell you, bad, I'm not down. But I'm if half they're you, cool, have her. Yeah, you're in the middle. Yeah, because hibachi, like hibachi, you're always with right. another family or something like that, you know. And sometimes it's just not great. Yeah, but hibachi some- though. I always like to not sit next to somebody I don't know. Mm. The move would have been to just do it. I wouldn't have questioned it if she'd have been like, "Hey, we're gonna," because s- I'm like, "Oh my, I only bought two seats. Maybe oh, that's not the deal." Because <laughs> at comedy clubs, they don't ask; they just put yeah, if they yeah. Want to pack people in. They just pack you in. If and I then knew I went going back- in. Yeah. If I knew going in, yeah. I don't like to be surprised. Well, and then I... If you knew going in, you wouldn't have bought the ticket. Well, she asked the Probably. table next to us, and then the lady Honestly. at the table next to us was so rude about it that I started feeling guilty, and then I was like, I got up and went over, and I was like, hey, you, they can sit with us. I don't care. I mean, oh. But they had already found a seat at the bar, so I got oh. the I got the like good deed. Yeah, you got the hero actually, with Yeah. You got the medal with best, the Best of both worlds, yeah, dude. You got I got the hero to be award, the cool but... guy without mm. actually getting the thing the, I didn't yeah. want yep. happening. That's the best situation ever. <laughs> how was, how was the one know. gal so rude? How did she say it? She just was like, the girl was being cool. She was trying to read the read each table that had two people at it, and she's like, would you guys be upset if I sat, you know, two people? And she was just like, ugh. I would. She goes, I would much rather not. I can't even believe you asked us that. And I'm like, let's not get out of control here. I'll tell you how it would go with me. Here we are. Set the scene. You're the waitress. Yes, hi. Ask me. Oh, hey, would you guys mind? We have an, an extra couple. Can they have these extra two seats? Sure. Ah. Come on over. And then, but inside, though, I would be dying. You'd be yelling Mm -hmm. the C word. (laughs) And then Last I would come, come here. And then I would come onto the air the next day and go, "Can you believe? Can you believe this? Can you this place? place what they had the me. audacity to ask if two other people, yeah. strangers, you never know who's going to sit down. Could be it's Joe 2024. Buck. Please. And we're still doing this. Everybody can sit next to me. Well, it was a you great ever. Great venue, great show. Another weird thing happened though, dude. And it's like I'm glad that it's not just comedy. Musicians too. Like in the middle, so Lizzie went up. Everything was great. They took a break. Joe Pug came out. He sang a few songs. He sang a John Prine song. He sang a Justin, uh, Justin Towns or uh, Bieber, Earl song. Um, both those guys are dead. It was just he sang these really beautiful tributes. And in the middle, of these like beautiful songs for like 
you know, Justin Towns Earl passed away from an overdose, and it was, like, really sad, and he was, like, singing it to his friend, and he went, first guy to ever take him on tour, and he's like, we drank beer on Bon Scott's grave, and wow. mm. it's like, we got drunk together on Bon Scott's grave in Australia, he's telling, like, this really cool rock and roll, because it's kind of like a singer-songwriter storytelling thing, it was very cool. Some guy at the bar is like, just starts yelling. Oh, God. <laughs> Starting a fight, and I'm like, St. Louis's own, dude, this Not- guy's like, you're a piece of uh! I'm going to kick your ass. Not, like, not to the guy on stage. No, to, the, he was getting in a fight with like the owner of the bar. Oh, That's the worst. That happened, uh, just to relate. No, go ahead. On a at, Wednesday night. On a Wednesday night, dude. <laughs> at a place yeah, that's like a, just... ja- a jazz band went up after, by the way. So it was like a place was like... Dunk, 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 and like the mood is dunk, not dunk, that. It's not <laughs> an ACD. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that happened at it's Robin Trower at River City. It was like a Wednesday night. Robin Trower, some of the best <laughs> guitar yeah. music ever, yeah. dude. Yeah, And... And all of a sudden, this guy takes his shirt off and starts getting in a fist fight with some other old guy. And I'm going, it's Bridge of Sides. We, I am like lost in a trance right now. And this guy's wanting to kill somebody. Yeah. It's insane. See, that's Listen, when you I get a couple drinks in people. That's when I spin mm-hmm. my chair and I go, oh, two shows. Right? Yeah. 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 Well, I did. I was taking it Man. all in. Well, the, the guy tried this move. I'll be honest with you, Rafe. Go ahead. If I was at, the, if I was at that show, i go, oh, finally something exciting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Gosh. You, oh, cool. Something to watch. Yeah. Oh, man. This actually sounds good. How dare you not cry at the John Prine song? I, dude, I don't care. Anyway. You're wrong. But, yeah. uh, the, but the funny thing, he did this move where he got in a fight. He's ruining everyone's time. But he thinks he's, he in his mind, he's the hero. Mm-hmm. So they go to kick him out, and then Joe's in the middle of a song, and he's like trying to ignore it, you know. How many people are in this place? Maybe way? eighty. Okay, it's not a huge place. Maybe a hundred tops. So it's definitely noticeable. Yeah, like, I mean, there was a couple times he stepped off the mic with because he kind of has a Dylan Askey plays a harmonica and plays guitar, and he just sang without a microphone. A couple of songs. It was really cool. It felt very intimate and cool. I mean, it's... What's up, bro? What, bro? What's up, bro? Yeah. Take a swing, bro. Right <laughs> you here, tried bro. to pull. You disrespect, bro. I do respect you, bro. I <laughs> respect, bro. I do respect you, bro. Ah, I disrespect okay, you, bro. I respect you, bro. Okay, I right, respect you, too. Take it outside. Okay. Like, this is a friend of mine that passed away from a heroin overdose. What's up, bro? The guy tried to do the announcement to the bar. Do you know what I mean? Like, when you ever see somebody get kicked out, they're like... Listen up, everybody. I want you all to know I'm being kicked out. And it's like, we don't. Oh, yeah. Yes, dude. We, good. We're applauding as you this get owner, out of here. The owner, he has wronged me. And we're just like, dude, get, <laughs> no one cares, dude. I just wanted one free tequila. Who knows, dude? I don't, maybe the guy, maybe the owner grabbed his ass. He could have been in the wrong for all I know. At that point, I, no one cared. Just get out. Yeah. <laughs> and it, Ali, I love the declarations. The declarations are so funny to me that I'm like, you're already, you didn't read the room that everyone's head swiveled, gave you a dirty look. Like, shut up, man. You're ruining a good show. It's because everybody now thinks they're the main character. They really do. They really, really it's do. It's even like when, when somebody will send us a message going, I'm never listening again. Okay. Oh, yeah. Right. What was the Robin Trower fight over? Did you ever find out? No, <laughs> I, I didn't because, I mean, I but I did see, like, a young guy who probably was on meth, like, take his shirt off, and he was, like, kicking his dad's ass. Like, I don't know <laughs> All right. what it was. And, and, then, we, and then I had to be interviewed, uh, or, like, 
my buddy Joe, he had to be interviewed by the cops because there was a police report that was filed. And that, and I didn't see, like, he saw how it, like, broke open, like, exactly when it happened. Yeah. And I only saw it after, so I was like, I don't want to give anything. Do we have any witnesses? <laughs> and Joe was a witness, yeah. Do you, do you mind giving a statement? I've seen the whole thing. Oh. It was, uh... Oh, man, I love the declarations. Me I too, know, yeah. dude. I, I mean, it made me mad last night, but it was funny. Yeah. And did he have his arms out? Yes. Oh, He's, right. It's exactly yeah. how you're picturing. He got in the middle of the room. <laughs> I would love to see the police report. He, like, ran past. This place There's, like, no bouncers. Sucks. Get out of here, This Dad. isn't even a place that has a bouncer. And what's the name of it? It's that chill, the blue strawberry. It's like yeah, a little. Yeah, it sounds like a good fighting place. If I were to guess, <laughs> if I were to guess why he got upset, he probably had enough to drink, and they were like, dude, you've had enough. You if I'm guessing... That's a good. Re that would be a good reason. If yeah. I'm guessing, yeah. Or the someone said something political. Or maybe he's he got a girlfriend, off. you know, and some guy was looking at his girl wrong, and he just went I off. I gotta tell you, the owner of this place didn't didn't strike me as a ladies' man. Oh, could be wrong. What do you mean by that? Uh, <laughs> he just was not. Uh, I, I didn't. I don't think this guy was in danger of losing his girlfriend. To the uh, he's a nice guy. He got. It was the guy where the owner gets up before. And he's like, thanks, everybody, for coming out and listening to live music. Like, there's always an owner yeah. of a club that feels like they have to be part of the show, mm. which drives me nuts. Comedy clubs do this, too. There's a guy, and I love him. He's a good dude, but he's like a comedy club owner who thinks he has to, like, go on stage for five minutes before the comics start. And it, <laughs> well, kills, listen, the, it kills the room. If you're playing the Chuckle Hut, Jimmy it. Chuckles oh. is opening the show. Believe me, I know. Every every he's not the only one. There's about his every name's time. on the building. Ten or twelve clubs <laughs> where the owner, and then there's like one owner that'll get up and like bum everyone out and be like, I mean, it's not. he be like, we're all here to have a good time tonight. You know, laugh, have a good time. But remember, some of us people aren't here to laugh. Ah, oh. our brave soldiers who died in Afghanistan. Oh, oh. so I'm just like, oh. I love the sentiment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And then he tells like a personal story about a friend's son who like got killed in Afghanistan. And oh then he's like, God. "All right, your first comedian coming to the town, dude. You're wow, you're really, you're that putting reminds me. Sadness. Dude, what if what, what if he did that on purpose? Like, what if like <laughs> the, the next person dude, he was introducing? Awesome bit. <laughs> what if the next person he was introducing wronged him at yeah. some point? Yeah. He's like, this. I'm is gonna the bring moment. the room way down. <laughs> Listen, I'm a vet. Good luck, comedian. I appreciate the sentiment, but I'm like, sure. hey man, we could probably. That reminds me. Uh, we got to put a buffer between that and the first comedian. Like just do that and then play music for like fifteen minutes. We were uh, we were at a it was one of my birthdays. Had a birthday dinner with some friends. Went to a very nice restaurant. Mm -hmm. There was like ten of us. Um, the waiter comes over, and the place is clearing out. It's and it's one of these places that uh, it's one of these prefix. You know, the chef just brings you stuff out, and it's like a twelve course meal. Yeah, I love that. Mm -hmm. Very fancy. Uh, waiter comes out and puts a chair at the table. It says, hey, the chef would like to come sit with you guys. Oh, very cool. Wow. Oh, puts a bottle of wine on the table. You know, it's a very celebratory, you know, mood. It's, you know, my birthday. You know, drinks are flowing. We all Ubered there. It was great. Yeah, yeah. Chef comes out. Very great. Oh, great meal. Thank you so much. He goes, my mom died last night. I just want a drink. I go, oh. Oh. Oh, jeez. Whoa. Oh, <laughs> Okay. Uh, oh, well, uh, right. would you like a bite of my cheesecake? Dude, yeah. you get yourself into this situation so often where people are bringing their problems to you, and it's hilarious to me. It's like Larry David. And I don't know why, because nothing about you says right? bring exactly. your problems to me. Yeah. You're like a But I hope black people hole. continue to do that. You know, look at everything's just I got my own you. problems. I just wonder if they look at you and they're like, ah, this guy's already sad. 
<laughs> yeah, this guy looks like somebody. No, we were. It was my with. birthday. It was my birthday. Hey, I look, Scott Rizzuto, commiserator. We wound up having a great time. Like, you know, he started you crying. Oh, he started crying. Yeah, his mom died hours earlier. Oh, buddy. <laughs> and the waiter brings a chair over. Yeah. And I go, "What's the chair for?" Oh, well, the chef would like to sit with you guys for a little while. We close the place down. I mean. He stayed there the whole time? The whole time. You're sweet to and let after. that happen, though. That's good. I had the similar situation when we had Risho Night at the Blues, you know, a couple weeks back. Uh, buddy of mine, buddy listener, came up and hadn't seen him in a while. And first thing he goes, my grandma died today. And I go, oh, <sighs> buddy. Like, you know, because here we are. <sighs> I have just taken a shot of whiskey. We're high-fiving our pals. And then he came up and I was like, oh, my God. So you have to, like, t- you know, you have to yeah, bring yeah, it down yeah. and. Sit there with after the high of like, hey, we yeah. Yeah. killed it. It was after Rafe lifted me up for the flex cam, and <laughs> I'm right. I still high. had my shirt off, and he's like, My grandma died. Ah, like, sure. oh, this is weird. On. This is weird news yeah. to hear with my nips out. Yeah, yeah, his nipples actually turned down. They, they were did. Like, they frowned, they fell people off. People tell you their problems all the time. Oh, yeah, I love talking to people. Yeah, I could see you have like empathy and love on there's your none, face. None of that's here. No, this I know. looks this like <laughs> this is closed. He this just got off his third business. shift in a row at the DMV. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing I can think is like, well, I don't want to bring a good person down. Right. This guy's, <laughs> this guy's already there. This guy seems like he's, he's, already, yeah. he's already there. <laughs> Dude, the funny, another funny thing, uh, after the fight last night, because you guys are going to love this because we talk about it a lot on the show. Joe Pug was like, well, St. Louis never fails to excite me. And he's like, I haven't played here in a few years. Last time I played, I played at a place called the Firebird. Is that place still open? Oh, no. And everyone's like, no. And he goes, ah, cool spot. But uh, (laughs) R.I.P. He goes, I can see why it's not open anymore, if I'm being honest with you. And he's like, I found out about the first thing the owner said to me when I went and played the Firebird was... Hey, just so you know, there's an interstate band of thieves. Uh, the Welcome Committee. Yeah, yeah the St. Saint, Louis, Welcome Saint Louis yeah. Welcoming Committee. Which, and he goes, an interstate band of thieves that uh, pretty much makes their living breaking into bands, uh, vans and trailers and stealing all their equipment and fencing it across the country. And he's like, oh, what are we going to do about that? And he goes, I'd recommend loading your equipment in as quickly as possible. <laughs> Yeah, leaving town uh, as quickly as ro- possible. Rolling down all your windows and leaving a note for them saying, hey, guys, please don't break our windows and steal our van. There's nothing in here. And he goes, I love that St. Louis has just given up on fighting crime to the point that we're just like, hey, just try to make peace with the interstate. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. was dying laughing, dude. Yeah, yeah. Firebird, uh, which place was that? Was that the place with the Fire- low ceilings? Yes, low ceiling. Yeah, it low was underneath ceilings. the lawyer's uh, office. It was over on... Uh, it might have been on... It was next to uh, Wells Fargo. Yeah, it was just south of... Um, well, I'm, there, I'm sorry, just east of Pappy's. Midtown. There were two locations, weren't there? It yeah. started in Midtown and then it came to the Grove. Oh, really? Well, no, the Grove no. The Grove was Ready Room. But ready Room, that's same guy. Yeah, Mike, yeah, yeah. Mike Cracciola. Fire, yeah. fire, was that next to Beffa Brothers? And it wasn't really next to anything. It was uh, underneath a lawyer's office, yeah. and it was it was east of uh, of Pappy's. You go down about I don't know, yeah, a, a mile, half it's mile. You know what I'm talking about? It's locust. Right was, by yeah, the, I think it had locust. the very low ceiling. Might, might have been technically olive. Yeah. yeah, and now what is Block it? From Jefferson? Is it the? It's gone. It's gone. Is it? Is it the red flag now? Where's no, that at? No, red flag is on locust down by where Fubar. Yeah. Like oh yeah, a, oh, I'm a block Fubar. from Fubar across God, they all from the fountain. Blend. 
Firebird was a standalone structure yeah, it was on by its, Wells Fargo. You're right. Of, kind of on and its own. It was about a 350. It was a, it was a standalone structure. Yeah. 400 capacity. Place. It was awesome. They had some great shows. I went awesome. there once, I guess. I've seen great comedy shows. and music there. And yeah, both great shows. Good bartender. I had fun there. I think uh, I saw you guys play there. Yeah, we did a uh, storyteller. like a like a That's broken a, uh, down. Yeah, okay. I saw you guys Storyteller show there. That's right. Place is That's right. And then I remember the stage and like the. It was really low. Yeah, you're almost touching the ceiling with your head. It was an intimate sort of place. If you got yeah, to see rock jumping shows, around. Yeah, if you got to see rock yeah. shows there, it was like you were damn near on stage yeah. with them. I was asked to MC an electronic night there with all these electronic bands. And um, so they wanted me to wear blue face, so I did. But then I had all these really lame puns. Blue face? What? Like the blue man? They Because it was like a cool, you know, like the lights and everything. They wanted it to look really wild. And it was electronic bands. I don't what? Know. They're trying to be <laughs> deep, dude. Can you come in blue face to the show sometime? That'd yeah. be kind of fun. Blue, you, like, like blue man group? You paint yeah, kind of like blue? that. Yeah. Look very much like that. Dude, I would love to see him in blue man group, but they don't cover his hair up. <laughs> <laughs> is that what it was? No. Oh, but I mean, it was electric. It's Tobias Fumke from uh, Arrested Development. Me too. Yeah. It's a fun place. It has well, it had its place in in our in our scene that. for sure. You know, I'm glad everybody's okay. Armisen, Fred Armisen was in Blue Man Group for like a split second. Yeah, because he's an for incredible real? percussionist. Drummer, yeah. I know. Not just a drummer, like percussionist, no. like What's really. What's the damn difference? Oh, <laughs> tell me the difference. <laughs> Are you drummer? Oh, or you've just this insulted is... every percussionist here in this city. I, I have no idea. Is yeah, that still exactly. cruising, by the way? Because that was a heck of a franchise. Blue Man Group. Or yeah. Oh yeah, they got like Vegas. Okay, I just haven't seen as for. Uh, okay, because I knew there was one. There was one in Boston. I know they did one in New York. There was one in Vegas. And yeah, we LA. saw them off Broadway many, many years ago. That remember it was that and Stomp. Stomp was sick, dude. Stomp that was HBO great. Stomp special made me interested in doing that kind of stuff. I'm like, you could make all these sounds with a broom, broom? sweeping. This oh, guy oh, is broom? man. They're banging hubcaps Let's together. Let's not discount Riverdance. Mm. It had its moment. I never saw Michael the Flatley, Lord terrible. of the Dance. The Irish hair. Yeah. Right? No, that was Michael Flatley was Lord of the Dance. Oh, I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah. I'm not talking about him. I'm talking about Riverdance, though. Did they have the shoes? Yeah. They were like the Irish dancers? Yeah. With the weird hair. You're not wrong. Dude, we're all, both right. right we're now. both right. All my friends did, um, they did a, like, basically like a punk rock version of Stomp and Blue Man Group called Street Drum Corps that was freaking sweet. And they, Street Drum Corps. Uh, yeah, yeah, dude, yeah, they were it was, awesome. It was awesome. It was, like, it was like they're banging on fire extinguishers and barrels and all sorts mm. of stuff, and they would open up for, like, punk bands and rock bands and yeah. stuff. And they, they did, they did okay. arenas, too. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and then they were gonna do, uh, they were gonna do like a Vegas residency thing and try to grow it. And I don't know what happened. I, I know Frank is in some forty one now, but uh, mm. that's that's where he started. Yeah, I got hired to do a comedy in between the Battle of the Bands of Firebird one time. <laughs> it was like a hardcore death metal. Yes. So it was like the crowd was amped, mm. and they didn't have me do it all at once. He was like, "I want you to do ten minutes between every band." So it's like the. This band would go up and be like, thank you, good night. And then I'd go up and be like, and so anyway, my girlfriend's crazy, you know. And it's like the, the crowd's like bleeding. They've all been beating the crap out of each other down the mosh pit. And I would kind of win them over by about the eighth or ninth minute. Yeah. Nice. Just enough be, time. Like, all right, give it up for Satan's anus, everybody. I'll yeah. be back. And then for 30 minutes, this <laughs> band would go crazy. And then I'd have to start the process all And you guys got CPAP machines. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was brutal. And you're probably doing brutal. that while one band's breaking down their rack times and then another band's bringing up uh, their rack yeah, times. Yeah, it was just, everybody was, yeah, it was just yeah. brutal. Hey, you brought up uh, before having your, your shirt off at Risho Night. 
Yeah. At the Blues, and somebody saying their, you know, grandmother died. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as nipples go, guys, okay. I want to talk, I I talk, talk about. I know I want to talk about nipples. Are you talking about this. David Beckham again? Well, I guess I guess the cat's out of the bag. I had the cat in my bag over here. Oh, you want to talk about it already? Yeah. No, oh. I was going to. It's Show fine. us the go, cat. Let's do it. Let's talk about nipples. You let's want me to save? You want me to save Beckham's nah, nipples nah, no. for crab celebrity? Nipples are out. Let's go. Because I guess David Beckham has has ideally shaped nipples. Yeah, they're round and they point in the middle. Like, and guys are going for plastic surgery to get their nipples. What's an idea? Let me. They're almond shaped. Let me type buddy. this in. What do you mean almond? Just look them up. As opposed to what? Uh, ring round? Worm. Ringworm. I don't know. <laughs> oh, round is out? Round is out, Wait, man. Almond, almond is in? I believe I have almond. They're kind of meaty, though. You got meaty nipples? I, w- I was told uh. that once when I was eight, and I've held on to it ever since. <laughs> <laughs> My cousin said, uh, oh, yeah, you got meaty nipples like I do. And I said, what? And I, 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 I haven't let it go. Oh, well, I was going to ask if, there, if, there's, if there's one famous person... That has ideally shaped nipples that men are actually going to get plastic surgery to emulate. Yeah. I mean, I couldn't tell you. You know what? I feel bad. But David Beckham's the guy. He has one that looks like it's winking. I didn't, I, to be honest with you, and I hate to say this, I've never really noticed the shape of men's nipples, and I haven't paid enough attention. And so seeing, the, seeing David Beckham's nipples, I mean, they do look really nice. Pull them up. I guess. So there's a David Beckham small symmetrical Boys. almond-shaped nips. God. Uh and guys I could have gone my whole life out here and you say, by the way. But <laughs> what? Let's go ahead. Just that whole sentence is gonna have small select That's going in the attic small, in a box. <laughs> small <laughs> symmetrical almond-shaped nips. Oh god. Now no, learn, don't say anything. Oh. How much money do you think guys are paying to get Nipplectomies? I don't know. I don't know. It's how you... a nipplectomy. Is you. that what? Is that seriously? No, but let's go with it. Well, so he's cold. So you know, because because there's a couple different versions. That couldn't be a more unimpressive. Yeah, that's the most. Well, you uh, need an most action shot basic... of the nipples. Can you get him? It's running? a little boy's nipple. Uh, so we have a, we have a picture of David Beckham shirtless up on the screen here. Uh, they're very high. Is, uh... His nipples sit high. I'm a high nipple are you man. Sure no, yours are bigger. He's a high ones. nipple man. You got meaty man. ones, man. Those are meaty. You got kind of almond shaped nipples. Thank you. Those no, are his fine. are more round. Thank you very much. Did you They're pull those out sideways. because you felt like they were close to? Everybody, yeah. except for me, get your nipples out. Kind of sideways. Scott? No, because right, let's I... see. It. Rafe's got a good nip. I got a good nip. I feel like I'm close to that. I don't have like big like baloney. Yeah, nips mine's enough. perfectly round. Yeah, yours looks like. I need surgery, I guess. Yours looks like. Ding dong. You know. Like a, like a, don't like you break eye contact with me. Like, like a I'm watching the nipple. <laughs> he was. He's really locked in, dude. Our friendship just went up a notch. <laughs> it's like a Ken doll nipple. You're, how you're, much you're, How much are guys paying for this? Paying for what? Uh, for, to get their nipples. I hope less than surgically. $12. Six Altered. bucks a nipple. No, uh, it's expensive. Ten? I'm going to say 600 bucks a side. Oh, no. It's five grand. Five grand? Per nip. No five, one cares. five grand total, so twenty five hundred a nip. You know how many inches you could add to your wang for ten grand? I do not. Yeah, but you can't have that out. But I'm curious. This is more. You get more bang for your buck with this. No, you don't. I mean, you literally not don't. Really don't. But I'm saying, like, you can be shirtless more than you can be pantsless. Yeah, I guess you start right. mowing yards a lot. So, so one doctor in New York City said people want David Beckham's nipples. Another doctor said uh, he's now performing the procedure every once every two weeks. 
Wow. Quote, it's definitely a growing trend, saying he's also heard men saying they need their nips to look just like Beckham's. <laughs> Bend them like Beckham's. Yeah. So first, and I'll explain how they do I'll it I'll take conversations my friends and I have never had for 500, Alex. Here we are. Oh. What do you do? Well, what no wonder that guy about? needs oh, it. I wasn't He's got there. clamps on his nips. Oh. I was there. Oh. That. I put an ideal male nipple, and this pops up. Now, yeah. that's like, I mean, this guy's built. I mean, that's like a ideal. body. Yeah, I think it's what the nipples attach to. Right. <laughs> well, here's what we're getting here's lost how they do it. On... If you want your nipples reshaped. Okay. First, the chest area is numbed by a local anesthetic before the surgeon cuts around the sides of the nip. This world is going in the To toilet. remove skin and any extra breast tissue that may have formed. Uh, some surgeons also partially cut the pointed area at the center of the nipple, known as the protrusion, to make it appear more pert. Oh, Ooh, pert. your protrusion is quite pert. pert. It's quite pert. We should start getting pert out <laughs> of there. I gotta go to my happy language. place, dude. <laughs> dude. Your voice saying these sentences is bothering me Love it. Today. Uh, pert. Yeah, the doctor says about 80% of patients... He's got lopsided nipples. Can we just talk about that? That right one's way lower. Nah, I think well, I mean, it could be the angle. Uh, yeah. But also, it's not about placement. It's about how they look. Yeah, where's the third one at? I know a few people with third nipples. Mark Wahlberg's got a third nipple. Yeah, you guys told me that oh, earlier yes. in the year. <laughs> just look at him. You see, it's a little smaller than the other. It's a little smaller, but it's still there. You can see it. Man, he has to spend a lot this of money. This is Tommy, Donnie, and Ronnie, my three nipples. <laughs> <laughs> I look like a puppy dog. <laughs> yeah, you guys ruined Mark Wahlberg for me whenever I forgot a third nipple. You guys zoomed in. Like, this was before the show a couple weeks ago. Where he's like, oh, you got to see this. And like zooming in on Mark Wahlberg's third nipple. And there it is, this little guy. Yeah, a little wink. Well, he's got a spare, just in case. Just in case. Just in case. He blows a nip. He blows a nip. He's got one. <laughs> Pull over. Jack I himself a up. <laughs> dated a guy with a third nipple one time. It was interesting. You know? Has a little hair on it. Oh. Oh. Didn't work out. Where was it? On his forehead. <laughs> yeah, forehead. yeah, they don't just randomly appear. I don't it was think. in his pants. No. <laughs> so, oh, so I guess David Beckham's nipples are the ideal nipple. Men want them. Men are paying a lot of money to get them. Hmm. And I'm not sure what aftercare is like, how much it hurts. I'm sure it's not pleasant. Yeah. yeah. Ooh, man. I'm, man. I'm imagining they're going to be quite sore. They cut out, up your areola, dude. Oh, yeah. Air out your areola, dude. Sensitive enough. There goes your surfing career. Ooh. Look at that. Mm. Mm. Anyway. Well, Sorry to mow you. Sorry Good to luck paddling out with a new set of nips. With a fresh set of nips. <laughs> yeah. You know, <laughs> salt water. You're yeah, going to pay the piper burn, on that one. brother. Oh. <laughs> and who needs good nips more than a surfer? They got their shirt yeah. off all the time. Oh, man. Can you imagine? Yeah. Going into salt water with your freshly, freshly, cut. freshly cut nips. Yeah, we were Ugh. in L.A. when I was a kid with my cousin, our cousin Jay. And uh, we were out there just boogie boarding, you know, with no shirt or no uh, uh, wetsuit on or anything. So it's just your skin on there and rubbed us both completely raw. But his nipples got rubbed raw where they just kept. They wouldn't stop bleeding, and oh, it was so gross, dude. Yeah. Hey, you seen, you seen those people that uh, they uh, finish a marathon? And they're bleeding. Yeah, they're oh bleeding. yeah, yeah. They nipples put are like, bleeding. Uh, you know, they have like they put tape, tape or band aids yeah. on them. Ugh. Yeah, now they like have these like runners nipple oh, covers. We have a former employee 
who decided to go headfirst with no shirt on on the ice at Enterprise Center in between periods of a Blues game. <laughs> was it Jamie? Who no. was it? <laughs> who cut up their nipples. Wow. Like non-Zambonied ice. Character? That's After, a, that's a poor in man's, between first and second period. Poor man's uh, Beckham surgery. Just trying to get smaller nipples. I didn't want to say Randy Carricker, but yes, it's Randy okay. Carricker. <laughs> <laughs> I can see it. The airplane. Yeah. He went. Uh, <laughs> oh, dear, dear Randy Carricker. Um, today is not just Thursday. There are three big holidays today. I celebrate it every year. What's today? Margarita Day. Today's National Margarita Day. Margarita Night. Why do you think she's taking off tomorrow? Yeah. I know no, how I true, roll. Right? She's lying about her show. I know pageant. how I roll. <laughs> Happy National Margarita Day. Thank you. Uh, we all margarita fans? Yep, no salt. Oh, no salt? No blend either. Over ice? Hmm. Yeah, I don't like I don't like the icy ones. I don't I like a real mm-hmm. like a real margarita. Yes. What's the real? Not one? like a slushy one. Mm-mm. And you know what I'm talking about. Oh. Yeah, I don't know. I've been What's the difference? I thought the they were icy. No. Shout out to all of the Mexican restaurants around town who uh, do bottomless margarita jugs. Oh, I'm sure today. You know who's got a good margarita is Mission Taco. Yep. Uh, that place bar house, the Mexican place. Uh, uh, um, uh, uh, Malenche. Uh, yeah. yeah Great been so, one. I've been over for like four and a half years, but I remember not being a huge fan because it just felt, it was, oh, it, margaritas were always too much for me. Mm. And then when I tried a... Uh, uh, what's the, what's the next one with mojito? the mint mojito? That oh, I, I was like, I was like, oh not, my gosh! Today's this is not National Mojito better. Day. It's National Margarita. If Day. If you could, if you could pick one, mojito or margarita? Margarita. <sighs> oh, see, I, I went mojito every time. Mojito on the beach, margarita at a restaurant. I think and it all sheets. changed. We and had chips. Mojito on the beach, margarita <laughs> in the sheets. That's where everybody wants. <laughs> you know what I do? Spicy margaritas. Do you? No, I don't. Ooh. I don't play. Mm-mm. Cadillac margaritas. Uh, What's that? Again, again, not the slushy ones that you get out of like a slushy it's machine. Like chili pepper. They put like a little chili. Well, oh, I'll pe- put Tabasco in it. Oh, you will. Oh yeah. I I play around with strawberry margarita. You know who taught me that? Trick? Really? Is, is Tommy the boss's wife? It's really? so sweet. It's so sweet. It's, it can it's be lemonade. syrupy if it's done wrong. Strawberry margaritas are either amazing or terrible mm. because they're too syrupy. Yeah. Cadillac margarita. What's that? That's when you take, uh, it's usually like a, a upper shelf Blanco tequila, yeah. and then you mix a margarita, you shake it, but you add a shot of Grand Marnier. <sighs> Going to be doing that tonight. And it's got- Cadillac. It's called a Cadillac margarita, yeah. So it's like top of the line, baby. So you add a, cool a shot of Grand Marnier, and then it gives it like, that's like an orange liqueur, and it gives it a little bit of like- Yeah, the, fr- the, the frozen margarita, and, and Christopher, yeah, you're right. It's like an icy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, that, yeah. but, that's but if I'm going an icy, I want a pina colada. Right. You're right. You're right. Hmm. You're I don't wrong, like those. Right. I don't like those icy frozen margaritas. I like the one over on the rocks. Dude, <clears throat> we were in, my, in. It all changed for me. We were in Miami, and we were living Miami. You know what I'm saying? And then we went to a place, and they said, "Oh, we have uh, um, not bottomless, but we have mojito bowls." And I'm telling, they brought out a fish bowl. Yeah, it was a freaking fish bowl, and it was like, "Buy one, get two, get one free." We're like, "Oh my god!" Yeah, so uh, two bowls deep. And all of a sudden, we're like, let's go to yeah, this place those, and, they, and, they get you. Yeah. and try Wormwood. Or, uh, what's the stuff with Wormwood in it? Um, oh, that's uh, absinthe. 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 Yeah, I tried that. I drank right, absinthe in right New before, Orleans. 
The last the time were made that night. Foo Fighters played Enterprise Center. It's so not the last time they were here at Hollywood Casino Theater, but like 2018 when they played uh, Enterprise, Dave was Dave Grohl was drinking margaritas on stage, and he saw a guy in the crowd holding up his prosthetic arm or his leg, oh, yeah. and he's like, get, "It's margarita night, mother effers!" And he's like, "Get that guy a margarita!" And then all of the people with prosthetic appendages started holding up their you know, their arms and their legs that they had, and then all of them got margaritas from oh, Foo Fighters. Cool. It was so cool. Yeah, well, was for National Margarita Day, 76% of Americans love margaritas. 7% have a full-on hatred for them. <laughs> margaritas are the third most ordered cocktail worldwide. Really? Wow. Dang. Third Congrats, most ordered margarita. cocktail worldwide. Do we know what the first cocktail oh, yeah. is? Tell me. Can you guess? Something with vodka. Uh, I would say yeah, Manhattan. World, worldwide. I'm worldwide. going Jack nope. and Coke. Old-fashioned. Now, we'll say whiskey and Coke is number five. Oh, oh I didn't know. That's... Okay. Okay. I thought we were talking real cocktails here. We're what's talking the, like mixing a drink with soda. Well, I mean, whiskey and Coke cocktails. is a drink. That's barely a cocktail, but I'll, I'll roll with you on that. Daiquiri. I thought we were talking about like, you know, something that with a little flair. Yeah, like... like um, Captain, with, like, like, is name. Captain and Coke count? Uh, that Mark would no, nah, because that's a What's that's rum. That's, that's rum, rum and coke. coke. Okay, so rum and mm. coke. Okay, rum. No, no, that's uh, that's not on the top five. Is martini, martini. No, Pina top colada. five worldwide. Worldwide. Mar so again, margarita is number three. Cosmopolitan. No. Oh. Is it one of like the breakfast drinks? Moon mentioned it before. Mojitos number two. Oh, mojitos oh. number two. Number two. Remember worldwide. Oh man, okay. what is it? Okay. Margarita one, travels, bro. Missing is it, one. Is it vodka? Is it something with vodka? Four. Vodka tonic? No. Uh, 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 uh. Gin and tonic. Gin and tonic's number one. Uh, gin and tonic. Gin and tonic is the world's most ordered cocktail. A Bloody Mary's number four. Yeah, that's the okay. <sighs> There's the breakfast. Liquid lunch. Mm. Lunch. Uh, Sixty-seven percent of us prefer the frozen margaritas, like the icy ones. Hate those. Hate those. Uh, but three percent. Of Americans don't think that's truly a margarita, and will judge you for ordering it. It's a hey, frappuccino. If you're on a beach or something, though, right? I mean, it, I mean, I, I feel like frozen margaritas like a hey, we're here on a beach for a wedding. That's like I want to be sick tomorrow. I'm gonna have a frozen margarita. Yeah, you know. So this is like this cheaper booze in it. I don't something? know. I'm judging. Me too. What are you? What are you five? Right. <laughs> what are you in kindergarten having a margarita? Uh, what is the most likely food order with a frozen margarita? Chips and dip. Chips and salsa. No. Burrito. I would think it would be tacos or something. It's a cheeseburger. That makes sense. <laughs> See, Jimmy Buffett's done this to us. It should be chips You're right. and salsa. This world has lost yep, the plot. It's a Buffett thing. He, it's Big Buffett. 15% uh, of us only drink margaritas when we're on vacation. Big Jimmy. Two-thirds of us like the salted rim. 26% always lick it before each sip. Yep. It's like the weirdest mm. thing ever when you're having margs with your mom, and she's like licking the rim yeah. like, Ma, stop this, in this. <laughs> Sticks her mom tongue out. Mash.com ranked the best margarita mixes you could buy, and uh, they gave the top spot to Tres Agaves Organic. Oh my gosh, we found some. Um, some others they say have just way have like way too much sugar. Yeah, you know, we had a bar. We have a bar down in the in the basement, you know, mm -hmm. and we haven't drank since uh, whatever it was, twenty eighteen or twenty nineteen. And uh, I just it was a couple weeks ago. I just found all this junk underneath, and some of it is like ten year. You got to throw that away. Ten year old mix. Like open. I don't even know. Some of it is. Some of it's not. Uh, I don't, the, I don't uh, know. Has uh, shelf life. So I 
I give that up. I'll bring it in. Bring it in. We'll put it in the wheelbarrow. No. <laughs> yeah. That's what it takes. No, I'm not. I got a whole bunch of stuff to give away. Six-year-old margarita mix? Oh, at least. Oh, no at thanks. That doesn't expire. Don't bring that here. It's radioactive. Sure? So they got they got margarita deals today at like uh, Dave and Buster's, Chili's. Has margarita deals today. Cool. Speaking of chili, today is also National Chili Day. Well, I mean, it is February 22nd. It's normally cold. Mm. But today is National Chili Day. Something even though even those who don't drink alcohol could celebrate. So a poll for National Chili Day looked at the top ways we eat chili. In a bowl is number one, 52%. Uh, anybody like a chili dog? Yeah. Give me a chili dog. <laughs> Reminds me of the clown on Sucking on chili Sucking dog. Sucking on a chili dog. Dude, I saw a tasty freeze for the first time in my life recently. Speaking of chili dogs. From the song, yeah. I didn't know it was a real place. Can I be honest? I thought it was just like a nostalgic place. John Cougar Mellencamp. <laughs> talk. That was from like the 50s. It was a Wiener Schnitzel tasty freeze. And they serve what? Hot dogs? And I guess. I didn't go, slushies. but I was just like, well, still, it's a thing. I didn't know that. Uh, in a Frito chili pie. Yep. What is that? It's like a walking taco. Yeah. Chili. Is that what that is? Uh, okay, I've had that. Like you pour chili inside a Frito's bag? Pretty much. Mm-hmm. Oh, I can't do the chili. But is that, a, is that, I, I know that's a walking taco, but is that a, is that a chili pie? That's walking through chili, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Can I be honest? Walking through Not a super chili. convenient walking food. Don't know why I got named that. Is that a walking taco? Yeah. I would rather just walk and eat a taco than try to eat <laughs> chili and Fritos out of a bag. I feel like it 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 took advantage of some branding. Mm, I don't mind it. I love it. It's just not. It's messy. It's not a. It's not a walking food item. Yeah, you need you to really the, hone in on what you're doing. You got the bag and it right. And the you got to use a spork. Ah. Bag and spork. Yeah. All right. That's what those are for. Mm-hmm. What about a chili on French fries? Again, I can't, I mean, you're messing up my, my vibe here. Fries, yeah, hot dogs, I like to eat with my hands. If you change that, I, you don't I, do I, forks with just it? put the chili on the side, and I'll scoop that up like I'm supposed to. Yeah, but you like poutine. Yeah, you. Yeah, okay, I make an exception because it's so darn good. But I'm not going to say that I but love the process of eating. That. Yeah, it's a fork. Yeah. It's a fork thing. Uh, over rice, that's how I like my chili. No. No? Never over, done it. Over ice? Over rice. I'm not sure I've ever done that Over either. Rice. I just don't know about that. White rice. Uh, white rice. For real? Yeah. Like, who are you trying to be? That sounds kind of awesome. That. I'm trying to be everybody. I've yeah, never that's tried the that. Melting pot. Over- no, we make chili at home. That's like make rice too. Hmm. Yeah, Over rice, rice has great chocolate milk. Um, on a baked potato. Nah. I'm sure that's fine. <laughs> mac and cheese. Chili mac. Mac and cheese. Yes. What about? I mean, on spaghetti. Looking at you, Cincinnati? No. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, I get that. The Cincinnati chili, though, is sweeter than normal chili. Mm. Cincinnati chili, like Skyline? It wasn't bad. Yeah. I like Skyline. uh, Steak and Shake used to have chili mac, right? it's good. There used to be be a chili place on Watson, and uh, like right across from Crescent Plaza. Kind of like the time before Crescent Plaza was there. And, uh, man, my dad would take me there, and it was like old school. It was at the bottom of an office building. And it was just like a chili place with that kind of with that kind of feel, super seventies, super eighties yeah. vibe. I forget what it was called, but it was incredible. 
It's what? the only kind of chili I like. There's a place downtown that's, that's what they do, man. Just chili? Chili Mac. What is that place called? I wandered in there one day after I was. Oh, Chili Mac specifically. Like, yeah, like dude, they it's do like it's... an old diner, bro. You walk in and it's like an old stinky diner that's just got like a long stools and then there's like six booths. Eat right? God, what is that place? <laughs> no, have, have, have you been to Cincinnati? Mm-mm. Okay, so Skyline Chili. I think when you get it five ways, is there, uh, if anybody's been there. Oh, it's called Chili Mac. It makes sense. Um, so they, so it's, it's spaghetti, and they pour a whole bunch of chili on it. Then they put so much cheese. No. Like a piled high cheddar, and then they put onions on it. A ton of onion. I don't know why that just doesn't do it for me. Yeah, dude, the onions. How, uh, oh, I love, oh, however, I love. like the chili mac and cheese does. I, something about the noodle for me with spaghetti. I don't think I've ever had chili chili with mac and cheese, but I'm willing to try it. This is the they place we school lunch special. This is the place we yeah. used to go. O.T. Hodge Chili Parlor. Hamburger Helper sort of. A chili parlor. Dude, yeah. it says chili parlor. I mean, come on. You oh, know look at that old, great. Go back up to the picture. That old school awning. Love that. Yeah, Famous this, for chili since 1904. This is where my dad and dude, my brother and I used to go. And it was... I mean, I didn't even like chili as a kid, but this place was amazing. You ever fried up shallot and put that on top of your chili? I'm sure it's fine. Good. I like that instead of onions. I'm sure it's good. Dude, chili's great. Pull up Chili Max Diner St. Louis. It's around still? Oh, yeah. And it's only open until like 2 o'clock every day. I love a place like that. They're only open for like X amount of hours, everybody. And it was popping, dude, when I went in there. What's it called? Chili Max. It's downtown tomorrow. on Pine. Oh, uh, this was this was down on Pine as well in 1917. O.T. Hodges. Yeah, O.T. Hodges. Yeah, well, look up Chili Max. So they probably make a certain amount, and they go, we're done. Like, we're making this much, I guess and then we're done. probably lunch. They know, you know, nobody's coming in there for dinner. Chili Max chili Diner. Max Who diner. makes the best chili in your wow. whole family? My wife. Really? Oh, yeah, my wife does, too. She makes a couple. She does the, wife, uh, the white chicken chili, and I know a lot of people say that that's not chili. My wife is a horrible cook, except for chili. Good for she's her. the ch- she's the chili queen in the house. The the chili guru. Yeah, I can't. I, I'm not great at making chili. That's yeah, the kind of spot I want chili at. Yeah, exactly. It's the same. They're using the same font as the uh, Ot Hodges. Yeah, yeah it this looks be, great. It could be the same place. Maybe it got rebranded or something. Tim's a bean queen, <coughs> and he. I mean, his chili that he makes is good. It's vegetarian, but it's just bean. It's beaniful, dude. It's um. My out. son don't like beans, so we we like make no beans in the chili. And I love beans. You gotta have that, some bean. Texas style? Is that what Texas it's style is no beans. Yeah, that's good. And they'll argue that if it has beans, it ain't chili. Yeah, and they'll really? say, if oh, you're a Texas, you put beans in your chili, get a roll. Then, then what is <laughs> it? Yeah, what are they putting <laughs> in there? It's just well, meat no, what? It's meat. If and, they, it's, and it's not ground beef. I think they use like meat chunks, like like cut up. It's a chili oh. stew. It's a chili esque stew. It's very, it's very stewy. But okay, we like cheese on our on our chili. Yes, yes. or no? Oh yeah, yes, yes, yeah. sour cream, dairy it up. Yep. Tortilla chips or crackers? Crackers. Crackers, really? Mm-hmm. I'll do tortilla chips. Tortilla chips. I yeah, like the salad. Cornbread with uh, yeah. chili? Ooh, yeah. That's Hell good. yeah. Not a fan. You don't like cornbread? No, we've been through this. You yell at me every year. I don't. I know. Uh, I'm not. I'm, <laughs> I don't understand it. Have you ever? I'm I don't. I'm, I'm not sure. I'm not, I've had, I'm not an enthusiast. I'm not throwing it out of bed, though. Some people are. creamed corn and cornbread. Yeah, I'm not sure what I'm missing. Sweet cornbread? 
because yeah. every time somebody she knows what she's talking yeah. about. Every time somebody pushes it on me, and maybe my family just sucks at making it, but like yeah, man, you don't want the dry cornbread. No, it's, no, it's, it's gotta be warm. It's it's like putting a it's sponge a sweet, in your mouth. Spongy cornbread. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's, it's, it's like putting a dry sponge in your mouth. It just what? sucks all the energy out of, and all the moisture out. And then now, what am I supposed to do? Just chew this? Chili is so good. You know why? It's it's one of the only customizable dishes. Yeah, love a customizable like. Hey man, you want your spicy? Yep. Fine. Yeah. Put a little hot sauce on it. You want a little cheese? Fine. You want a lot of cheese? Fine. You want raw onions? Good. I also yeah. Somebody brings up a peanut butter and jelly sandwich with chili. I'm all over. Oh, it. I went yeah. to a party and somebody was putting peanut butter in the chili. Yeah, for like a plopping. Yeah, in, and I was nice. appalled oh, yeah. and I tried it. Not that bad. Well, Some you put the Reese's, like Reese's peanut butter cups. Two cups or one cup in the bottom when you took right. it. That's right. That's what um, people have said, and they said it's a game changer. Ten percent of people have a chili recipe they'd rather not share. Yeah, people are very particular about that. Hmm. Possessive in that way. Because they're going to, what, be the next O.T. Hodges and, and no, take your No, there's recipe? so many chili cook-offs, I don't blame them. Oh, you're right. Okay, yeah. I you forgot, know? I Think forgot about, about Belleville. About All right, well, yes, chili cook-offs. But even like a family recipe, uh-uh. No. What, what, who cares? I care. You, you're not going to give the learn chili recipe to somebody? No. Why? I don't know. I like to have secrets. <laughs> you know, I'm going to go ahead and say that maybe that's what <laughs> we're right. missing out here is like a super, super badass chili spot. And I know the one down on Pine, but that's far from me. I, I want something out here. That's what we need. Somebody, get on it. Help. Just, I mean, <laughs> wouldn't that be fun to, uh, like, listen, I, I don't really want much to like, do. Like, I know, uh, you know, Potbelly does chili, but you were talking like a I'm specific. I'm talking about a O.T. Hodges style. Like, it's, it That's has to all say, they do. The chili parlor. It's got to be a Westport. Moon's like a chili menu, parlor. Like many different chilies. You know, Let's I'm not just really do sure. one thing and do it. Yeah, just do it better than yeah, everyone you else. Better. You got and one with beans, one without beans, and then one you put on spaghetti. And we could do like a we could do a veggie chili too. Yeah. So maybe three types of chili. Okay. And it's just and you can plop it on whatever you want. Moose chili parlor. That spaghetti. would interest me. So we'll do we'll do three types of chili. What is this? We are you a part of this uh, now? No, are you an wow. investor? Well, do you want somebody to do this and call it moons? Or are you going to do it? We call I, it moons. I'm, I'm saying like yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm. You can be the face. Chili moons. Yeah, we'll have Maybe a black and white photo of you and it's your. Chili moon. <laughs> you can be the face of the organization. I'll be in the back. You can, you can, yeah. you know, you can hang with the customers. I'll be in the back doing work. I'm hosting. I'm the hostess. I feel like yeah, yeah, perfecting that and just being the best at this. This is one I thing. I want a big chef's hat. Yep. Yeah, and people are just coming in for chili because they know <laughs> this is where you get chili. And you know what? We're not having a toppings bar. What? No, no, I don't trust anybody with You're going to do the toppings yourself? Hey, just you so tell you know. me what you want. And then we will deliver it. And I will do it for you. And this is a countered place. That's how Skyline is. We'll bring you the food, but it's a counter, and, and there's and there's no menus. I'm not printing menus. There's just a thing back here, and it says chili, and there's about six different yeah. ways you can order. And that's it. It's on An the old wall. Yellow, that's all you need. Old plastic need, yellow sign. That's how Skyline is, and I respect that. I didn't love the Cincinnati chili taste as much it's as sweet. I like. It's I like sweet chili, though. It actually doesn't bother me. I just thought it needed a little bit more flavor. Yeah, we got but we got sweet chili, we got chili, and we got hot chili. There's a center island. Do what you will. There's a bar that goes around that, and they're in the middle cooking vats of chili right in front of you. I like a place that prepares what they're making right in front of With me. a cauldron. Yeah, I want yeah. you to be able to yeah, see the I'm steam. Gonna, yeah. We'll the scoop. cauldrons. We'll yes. Scoop. And you go, I go, what do you want on it? I'll take cheese. I'll take uh, one onion. Um, would you like it spicy, sir? Uh, no, I would not. Two dashes. Oh. Boop, boop. And I'm running a Taco John's out of the back of the kitchen off the books. No meat. Uh, I'm sorry. No no beans, beans, and veggie. No Can we That's have a, it, three. a kind of an edgy menu offering where it's like, how fast do you want to poop? 
Yeah. And that's like the spice I mean, meter. That's the colon blow. Yeah. yeah. The colon blow chili. <laughs> the colon blow, by the way, is only to go. Yes, you cannot eat it here. I'm no not public bathroom. No, there's a special once. bathroom, but anybody that goes in it, like a siren goes off. <laughs> yeah, shame, like a shame bathroom. Be like, colon blow. Uh, Andrew's like, I'm surprised that uh, to hear Riz talking about each person customizing the chili. I said chili is one of the only things. Yeah, chili and steak. That's all Don't you get do. No, oh. steak is not customizable. <laughs> you're gonna, I'm going to make you steak and you're eating it the way I prepare it. But chili is mm. for everyone. Yeah. If anybody would like to be an investor in this. Chili is for children. Just email me. Let's figure it out. Yeah. Chili moons. All right, so it's margarita day. It's chili day. And it's also national walk your dog day. Oh, great. I'll be darn. National Walk Your Dog Day. Honestly, when was the last time you walked your dog? Put uh, Sunday. Radio on a leash and walked her. Sunday. Great. Do you do it on the regular? She gets walked on the regular, and I feel like uh, she gets she gets real depressed and kind of weird to us if if we go a few days without walking her. So, uh, yeah, we we try to. I mean, the winter ruins it. My wife walks her every day if the weather's yes. decent. Yeah. Every morning, it's their thing. When was the last time you put your dogs on a leash? Yesterday. I took the boys out when I got home yesterday afternoon. I was tired, but I felt like they were pinned up all day. Yeah. So I took them out. It's kind of, I actually yesterday noticed, they're just getting old, man. Those back ends ain't moving as fast as they used to. Mm. It's kind of, when they were going up the stairs, I was like, ah, you guys are a couple old decrepit old men. We got to go for a walk. Yeah. Both of them were kind of. Loosen up those joints. Yeah, they've been laying around too much in the winter, so I'm trying to get them out. Get those joints lubed. Scott, was the last time you lo- walked your dogs? Last night. Last yeah, night. I have Aussies, so those things, that, I mean, you have to get rid of their energy somehow. You throw a Frisbee, then you do that, you have to play with them all day. Uh, Riz? It's, it's uh, and listen, I have a big yard. 2019. So they, so they could, so they could, <laughs> they have a big yard so they could run around in, which is fine. But but when we walk them, yeah. I mean, they're so excited. I bet. New smells. So excited. When I go, who wants to go for a walk? And man, those dogs. They know the words. Like, oh, hell yeah. They run right where the <laughs> leashes are. My dogs even know, do you want to? And as soon as I say that, they get, hell yeah, we're walking. Like, do, do you ever wanna? do it slowly? I, do you want to go for a? And once the weather gets nice, and I really do enjoy walking the dogs with my wife. It's, you know, we, we sometimes don't bring our cell phones. Good. Uh, it's really a chance to not just get some exercise, but actually hang out with each other. Mm-hmm. Kids don't go, just you no. and the lady do? They're not invited. Nice. <laughs> but it's National Walk Your Dog Day. So if you only do it once a year, well, today's the day, you jerks. <laughs> Seriously, here's here's why we're getting lazy and skipping those walks. Um, well, here's why getting, getting lazy and skipping those walks might be a bigger deal than you think. So the Washington Post did a big story about how skipping walks can significantly affect your dog's emotional and physical well-being. So the writer's landlord just added a fence to the yard so she could let her dog outside now. But she found that's not even enough. Those walks are really important. And after reading this this article, I'm like, man, I'm a bad dog owner. I need to do it more. Most yards don't offer enough stimulation for your dogs. They're too small, and everything is too familiar. So one expert compared it to reading the same book over and over again or expecting to have um, have fun while hanging out in your bathroom. And walks are good for three key reasons. First, your dog gets exercise. Mm-hmm. Then there's a sense of companionship from you. And then it gives them that mental stimulation that the dog needs. 
And the backyard isn't good because they don't get to see new things. Mm -hmm. Or more importantly, sniff new things. Dogs have 50 times more uh, olfactory receptors uh, in their nose than we do. So smelling is, is really how they, you know, quote unquote, see the world. Especially my dog. She is a bird dog and it is constantly, she is hunting, 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 hunting. And we, if we do like a trail, you know, through the woods, I mean, she is Well, and, and I like in. to think when the dogs are out sniffing stuff, they're cataloging everything. Like it's going in a file. <laughs> yep, yep, yeah. yep. Mm-hmm. Pigeons, cardinals, people. Also, uh, I mean, I don't know if everyone's dog is like this, but my big dog, Simba's like this. Like, he's fence aggressive. He's like territorial in the yard. He wouldn't ever do anything. He's all talk. But, you know, like, I get annoyed because I'll put him outside and then I'll hear him barking, somebody walking down the street. But when I take him out, like, if I take him to a park or a new environment, he's not like that at all. Yeah, same for radio. He's very, like, chill. Mm-hmm. And I think it has something to do with, like, this is my turf. I see it every yeah, day. Yeah. It's mine. I'm out in the yard. Yeah. It's like his prison. He's, like, trying to fight for all of his space. And then when I take him for a walk and we go past other dogs, he doesn't bark. He might sniff, but he doesn't bark or act like... Like, in the yard, because he is a big dog, and I get upset because, like, sometimes, like, there'll be people out with their kids or something, and, like, he'll run up to the fence, you know, and bark aggressively, and I'm like, dude, you just scared a nine-year-old child. <laughs> Who, if you they came in the yard, all you do is roll over and ask to get your belly rubbed anyway, so what's what's all the hubbub? Yeah, tough guy. It's lame. Toxic <laughs> masculinity. Cut it out. Man, radio is, is definitely most satisfied with a brief walk after a ride. And if we say ride and it's Jeep, Jeep, you know, Wrangler or Gladiator with the roof off, I mean, I've never seen a dog happier. Physically smiling like, oh, yeah. God, this is the greatest. Now, ideally, you should never rush your dog through the walk or, or force them to stop sniffing that fire hydrant. They said it's like going to an art museum you're really into and having somebody hurry you along saying, let's go, let's go. Right. Well, well, I, I I might deviate from the article on this. So. Yeah, I, I skip some of those because I'll see something gross and I'm like, you're not getting close to that thing. Like, like, let's go. You know, we're doing this just for exercise, and and why haven't you used the bathroom yet? Walk the dog today, guys. Is it supposed to rain? Uh, some uh, it's raining morning, right now. Some morning showers and some uh, afternoon sunshine. Okay, don't. Okay, afternoon sunshine. All right. right. Yeah. Maybe some wet paws. But that's why God invented towels. Am I right? That's right. Mm-hmm. And, oh, it's also World Scout Day? That's right. It's a big weekend for us, too, man. We got Pinewood Derby, baby. Woo! All right. You were a scout, weren't you? Yeah, I was Eagle Scout. Yeah, well, cool. World Scout Day, 2024. <laughs> I think I made life and then quit. That I mean, that was right below Eagle Scout. Yeah. Could have done it. I, the it, it all... It all fell apart. Our our leader left. What, what was it like, Scoutmaster? Scoutmaster. And it changed over, and I was like, Nah, this guy ain't. He ain't about what. Well, we're and about. and my my scout troop, troop forty six, and uh, some yeah. ROTC scout leader came in. No, <laughs> my like my it. scout troop was militant. It was like a militant, like it it worked like the army. Cool. Like, it wasn't like, oh, you know, little Thatcher's going to do whatever he wants. You know, Thatcher's on his own schedule. No, I mean, like, it was. Yeah. Thatcher, get down and give me 50. Yeah. 
See, ours was in between. It was so much fun. Like they, they, you know, they wanted you to do badges, but we did all the campouts. We did all that stuff. But it was also, it was like mainly about make sure these kids are having a lot of fun. And we had a freaking blast. Dude. We were just wild enough, just free enough, where it was like true freedom, adventure. It was awesome. But I was still doing the work. I was getting the badges. And then this other cat came in. And he's like, badges, badges, badges. And I was like, I'm badges. Out. We don't need those stinking badges. Like, no, my goodbye. one of my scoutmasters when I first started was uh, former uh, New York City. Uh, Lieutenant, like retired. Mm-hmm. And he's trying to <laughs> turn you guys into lieutenants. Lieutenant nah. of what? Like a police, like police oh, lieutenant. Okay. Lieutenant governor. Yeah. Yes, lieutenant governor. He's a lieutenant. Uh, yeah, police lieutenant in the Salvation Army. And he uh, he ran that he ran that troop like it was you know you're still still in the service. The only uh, type of thing like that that I ever did was a uh, Troop Beverly Hills that movie. Yes, yeah. with Shelley Long. Shelley Long <laughs> and Jenny Lewis. Great movie. Well, and Coach. It's a great today, movie. Well, today's the day we celebrate that movie. Thank, Thank you. you. All right, we got to move on. Uh, up after the break, the Craigslist Freak of the Week. Uh, today's Team Riz Remember the Day is brought to you by Hot Shot Sports Bar and Grill, St. Louis's home for Blues Hockey from Jefferson City. Woo. Benjamin Funk is out. We got Funk. funk. Uh-huh. We got Benny got that funk. funk. Yeah. What a uh, cool name. Yeah, Benny Funk. Uh, he is an everyday podcast listener <laughs> of the last seven years. Longtime fan of The Point. Shares the show with friends whenever he can. Is a huge fan of King Scott's hair. Thank his, you. His picture, he's also got what looks to be a mannequin dressed in army fatigues in his passenger seat. I don't all know right. what that's all about. All right. That's part of the, friend, that's a law. Friend of Carl. Like, Benny Funk drives into carpool lane, baby. What's up with this? I mean, like, is that a thing? It's like a CPR doll? No, it looks like I'm driving in the carpool lane. Yeah. <laughs> Respect. I love it. Loves to play along with the games. That's uh, Carl's cousin, I think. Loves headline goo. He's excited to be part of the Team Riz crew. Benny Funk from Jeff City. Is okay. our Team Riz member of the day. Get super sweet Team Riz member of the day soccer jersey. Get yourself signed up on 057thepoint.com. Slash Team Riz. Hey, it's Riz here for Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers, the real deal for real deals. Since 1976, let Dobbs' team of 600-plus tire techs and automotive service associates care for your family vehicles. Whether you drive a car, light truck, van, SUV, hybrid, or EV, 43 convenient locations all over town. They can help you choose the tires you need. Already sold at the lowest price in town, guaranteed, with options that will definitely fit your family budget. So let the tire and service pros at Dobbs take care of your family vehicles. And be sure to check out Dobbs Money Saver February deals at go2dobbs.com. Dobbs, the real deal for real deals since 1976. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Nice weather yesterday, spending time out on the deck. My deck, courtesy of Chestrel Fence Deck. When we bought our house back in 2018, yeah, I think 2018, the, the, the deck was in, in disrepair. 
And we're trying to put band-aids on it. Like the railings were loose. We have to tell people, please, for your for your health and safety, don't lean against the rail because you could plummet to your death. Uh, so we, we eventually had to do it. We had to, we had to bite the bullet. We had to call on Chesterfield Vets deck, and they did a tear down of the old deck and put up a gorgeous new deck. They used their own crews. They used their own tools. Um, we did the underdecking. We did the, uh, the concrete patio. They did it all. Everything was in-house over there, and we couldn't be happier. Chesterfield Fence and Deck, in business for 56 years. Fences, decks, sunrooms, screen rooms, patios, retaining walls, windows. They're a company you could trust with your biggest investment in your home. Locally owned and operated. All the products are guaranteed by a five-year labor warranty. When you mention the Riz Show, you'll get 20% off your next outdoor project. It's Chesterfield Fence and Deck. They're online at ChesterfieldFence.com. Chesterfield Fence and Deck, after all, who doesn't want a bigger deck? Uh, ah, nice weather yesterday. Spending time out on the deck. My deck courtesy of Chesterfield Fence and Deck. When we bought our house back in 2018, yeah, I think 2018, the, the, the deck was in, in disrepair. And we're trying to put band-aids on it. Like the railings were loose. We have to tell people, please, for your for your health and safety, don't lean against the rail because you could plummet to your death. Uh, so we, we eventually had to do it. We had to, we had to bite the bullet. We had to call on Chesterfield Vets deck, and they did a tear down of the old deck and put up a gorgeous new deck. They used their own crews. They used their own tools. Um, we did the underdecking. We did the, uh, the concrete patio. They did it all. Everything was in-house over there, and we couldn't be happier. Chesterfield Fence and Deck, in business for 56 years. Fences, decks, sunrooms, screen rooms, patios, retaining walls, windows. They're a company you could trust with your biggest investment in your home. Locally owned and operated. All the products are guaranteed by a five-year labor warranty. When you mention the Riz Show, you'll get 20% off your next outdoor project. It's Chesterfield Fence and Deck. They're online at ChesterfieldFence.com. Chesterfield Fence and Deck, after all, who doesn't want a bigger deck? You're listening to the Rizzuto Show. Happy birthday, Riz! All right, welcome back to the program. Phone number 314-624-3833 or 618-398-3833. The Mick Ultra Studio Cams, 1057thepoint.com slash Riz. The socials at R-I-Z-Z. Show your emails, RizShow1057thepoint.com. Instant feedback through the 105.7 The Point mobile app. We are presented by the Fast Lane for how much longer? Two more weeks? I guess so. That's fine. Almost there. Halfway through, I think. Have they said anything to you about how stop? great these endorsements are? One month. Sorry, I didn't mean to talk to you. One was Super Bowl? The fourth. No. So... What day is it? It's the 22nd. Today's the 22nd. When was the Super Bowl? Was it the fourth? I think it was. I believe it was the 10th. Or 10th. Sure. We'll go with the 10th. All right. So whether that Monday was the 11th. Mm-hmm. That's when we started, so I got to go to March 11th. All right, not not too bad. Has Anthony Stalter said, like, how great this has all sounded for them? Has he complimented you at all? I haven't spoken to Anthony. Oh. Well. I have not spoken to Anthony. I will be, I will be reaching out, actually, today, maybe. Make sure he's... Happy with what we've done. Yeah, it's fine. Hey, did you hear that uh, there were some uh, AT&T outages this morning? Yes. It's big national news. Actually, AT&T, Verizon, and T-Mobile. Customers hit by widespread cellular outages mm. this morning. I think I am affected. Really? I just tried to call my wife twice and straight to voicemail both times. Weird. Hmm. Uh, 
maybe, yeah, maybe her. Does she have T-Mobile? Uh, AT&T. See, it's not really much here in St. Louis is what I was looking at the outage map. Okay, I don't Because I got AT&T and everything was working fine. Same. I don't know. I tried to call it. this it was morning. like scratchy and weird and then went straight to voicemail. And maybe, then... maybe, it's, it's, maybe it's spreading. But here's what NBC News is saying. Uh, AT&T's network suffered a widespread outage across the country uh, Thursday morning. Cellular service and internet down, according to the tracking site Down Detector. Some Verizon and T-Mobile customers also reported outages, though. Theirs appeared to be less widespread than AT&T. Over 32,000 AT&T outages were reported by customers at around uh, 4 a.m. Eastern, which would be 3 a.m. here. Reports dipped and then spiked again to more than 50,000 around 7 a.m. Eastern, so 6 a.m. here, mm. with most issues reported in Houston, Chicago, Dallas, L.A., and Atlanta. The number surged to more than 64,000 just before 8 a.m. Eastern, 7 a.m. here. Uh, NBC News has reached out to AT&T for comment. Uh, and they, have they, not they couldn't answer. Yeah, they didn't pick up. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> couldn't reach anyone over there. Uh, well, ATT's headquartered in Dallas, right? Are, are they? Is this like an attack or something? What's going down? Uh, yeah, is the Illuminati behind this too with the Walgreens <laughs> yeah. fridges? Like, I don't know, where man. Where does this work out for people? Wow. I don't know, but I'm I'm seeing. Uh, I was seeing terrorism trending on uh, Twitter earlier. Have you gone on 4chan yet? What's up? 5chan? What is it? Where's the QAnon uh, cable network? Let me let me dial up the dark web real quick. Double. on double chin. Hope it's still up. I hope it's still up. I know. I go on double chin. My buddy, who's a huge QAnon follower, always like, dude, it's this is it. That's they started playing Back in Black by ACDC, and here the phone lines go down. I'm like, are you for real? Ha. I expect a text later, Brian. Ha. Brian. I don't know. Let you the chat boards, Brian. Let your imagination run wild. Yeah. Let it run. Hey, you know what? And and even that. Okay, so I was thinking about this the other day. If it was your call, and we kind of talked about this a couple weeks ago. Maybe we talked about if the world was going to end, what would you do? But if it was your call, would you let the world know there was an Earth-ending asteroid coming at us and there was nothing we could do about it? Yes. Dude, this is the premise of uh, Don't Look Up. Have you seen that movie yet? No, I'm God, not going to what's it. wrong with you, man? I fell Good. asleep in that movie. Are you serious? I am. It wasn't. It was good. I thought it was awesome. It was good. I don't think it was McKay's best film, but it was really, really. Would you Would you let the world know? Rafe, you're in charge. You know. An asteroid. It's coming. Yeah. Would you let the world know? That's a tough question. My heart says, yeah. I would not. I might go spend... I don't, don't want to die at work. You're dude. not going to let people know. No, dude, you, it's going to turn into the purge. It's our it's our duty to tell people what's happened in the media. It's going to turn into the purge. But if you have the ability to nah. communicate with everyone, you're probably already in your bunker and you're having a it's good time. It's the purge anyway. Spend our last days in ignorant bliss. No, I would feel the burden of responsibility to share the information. Yeah. I, f- I feel like that information would be a, a a burden. That knowledge would be a burden, and and you would ha- and, and a responsibility. Okay, so you let everybody know, and then it just becomes Pass the burden. It's under chaos. No, no, no. I'm not, I don't mean the burden uh, of of like, you know, the the, the knowledge. I mean like yeah. it's it's on you, knowing something that will affect everyone's life, obviously, yes. and it's kind of on you to tell everybody. Hey, you man, know that- you have. 
this will descend into utter chaos. I know. Well, Watch the movie. Time. You're going full blown. You're going full blown negativity. It's over. Uh, surprise, it's surprise. Over. Do you, have you been outside? I'm not. Do you know what's going the, on? The moral quandary for me wouldn't be as much that as like, do I want my children to live their last week of in fear? Do I want people that I love to live in existential dread? Or do I just want them to be happy? Do I shoulder that burden and just try to love on everybody and take care of my people and get my affairs in I order think to make sure I everybody shoulder, I know I think I them. shoulder the burden because, again, you let everybody know, like, hey, in a week, we're done. Like, that's it. Yeah, but as a spiritual being, I would feel the responsibility to make sure that I told everybody, hey, you think you had time? You don't have time. Get right. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. uh, and and of course, the majority of the world's not going to listen to you because I mean, we have a finite. We, know, we, we already know that we have. I a would finite. also borrow a crippling amount of money. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Would, yeah before yeah, you told you, everybody, uh, you know, yeah. I, I'm going full Brewster's millions. Listen, if that's going to be all on your shoulders, then you get to do whatever <laughs> yeah, you want. Yeah, I get yeah, it. You, I'm leveraging you, everything you, I own. <laughs> I'm taking out the biggest loan um, in the bank. And then okay, so everybody. instead of uh, you know a moment of asteroid hits the Earth and you know we're done, and and However long that takes. Mm -hmm. So now you have a lead up to it. Like it's going to, you know, hey, it's it's going to happen in a week. It's a week. So you have a week. This you is have good week. to have a time. Frame. Can you imagine what everything would be like? Learn. It's going to be. That, that movie tries to imagine. And it's. And it's it's going to be, again, the purge. Guys, Bruce Willis is going to save us all. So <laughs> Bruce stop Willis. Talk. Mm -hmm. Yes. Is not in great shape, and he's and not you know available. What? And he would still go up on that asteroid. Bruce Willis is not available. No nukes. He is. No nukes. <laughs> Steve Buscemi will go up on that so, asteroid. So, bags are packed. I'm so ready to go. NASA's <laughs> Planetary Defense Coordination Office is, that's their job, finding, tracking, assessing the risk associated with potentially hazardous asteroids in our solar system. NASA works with a global coalition of astronomers called the International Asteroid Warning Network, in the event that a dangerous asteroid is headed towards Earth. Which it is, if you look on the QAnon chat boards, but go ahead. Yep. <laughs> the International Asteroid Warning Network would notify the White House and the United Nations Office of uh, Outer Space Affairs. Yes, of course. It's Jeff Goldblum. An asteroid is considered potentially hazardous if it is larger than roughly 460 feet across and intersects our orbit at half the distance between Earth and the sun. There are about 2,300 known potentially hazardous asteroids out there. NASA would need at least five to ten years of advance notice to prevent the apocalypse from an approaching asteroid. So if NASA only had a couple months of warning, not much they could do. So you don't want to know. You're telling me that if the White House knows, you're saying because you if wouldn't want to tell people because you want them I to would probably I personally would want to know. Well, then that's a little messed up. Why? Because you're not treating people how you want to be treated. It doesn't matter. Okay. <laughs> what would you do? I'm telling everybody. I'm, I'm trying to <laughs> know. Not, let me say this. Knowing that we're going to be done, yeah. I would like to make the last couple of, of you know, the last week we have, last couple of days, not as chaotic as it would be. Dad, you're acting a little strangely. Do you have something to tell us? No. No. <laughs> you guys don't have to go to school. Stop <laughs> hugging us. Well, I don't know. What's man. your logic? What you say? Yeah, what's your no, logic? No, I mean, like, this goes back to, like, media studies. And so I remember I've had a couple of instances in 
time where like if there's a, like when Eddie Van Halen died, I was driving into work to Casey and I remember I had to like get myself in a somber place to like deliver that message when the Capitol was stormed. You know, I, I I remember driving in. Mark Close was voice track that day. So nobody had actually told like, hey, the U.S. Capitol, like people are invading our U.S. Capitol. And I remember having like my media hat on, no, you know, no biases. Just give the people the freaking information because you just didn't know what was going to happen. Same thing with 9-11. If I would have been on during that, like you want to deliver the people what they need to know. So I think that is our our duty as people in radio. Oh, I'm putting on a brave face and I'm saying, everything's all right, guys. Yeah. Everything's cool. <clears throat> I will say the end of that movie has one of the most vivid scenes ever. Ever. It's brutal. It's intense. It's awesome. I just fell asleep. Oh, man, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Maybe, maybe. Don't look up Michael Sarah's doing cocaine. No, that's yeah. uh, no into the world. No, that no. is uh, this is the end. Yeah, this is the end. Oh, I'm getting messed up. That Maybe movie's great too. Oh, dude, no, this is Leonardo DiCaprio and Kate Blanchett. And, that movie's uh, your version. And Jennifer yeah. Lawrence. Okay, I haven't seen it. I'm yeah. sorry. Oh, bro. The Harlem Globetrotters are involved. I was gonna say, I like, I don't think you're. Yeah, but the, that's the rapture. You're not the type of mind yeah. or spirit to fall asleep during this movie. No, it's not. It's not gonna happen. <laughs> well, I can see I'm you turning just, it just off. Just so you guys know, there is a <laughs> slim chance. There is a slim chance a hazardous asteroid could hit Earth. In 159 years. But this guy's not going to tell you about it. Triggering so an explosion equal to 24 nuclear bombs, but the odds of that happening are only about 1 in 2,700. So, 1 in 2,700. <laughs> that's decent odds for... That's, that's Yeah, that's... <laughs> I'm not going to lie, that's pretty decent. That doesn't sound that great if it's like a uh, scratcher. But if it's a 24 neutron uh, bomb asteroid... It sounds a little more of narrow margin. To yeah. Me. yeah, 159 years. We're fine. It's funny yeah, how it's you frame right. things. Yeah, I mean, I'll be. By then, though, I will have made a deal to live forever. Yeah, my head will be frozen somewhere. So in an underground will bunker. Me. Mm. NASA should start looking into this. I think. Mm -hmm. <laughs> What's the 10 year thing? Did they explain that at all? Like, why 10 years or five to 10 years? Are they going to do the? Are they going full Armageddon here? Are they sending a team? Am they I going to be a roughneck? Am I going up? They may. Is Captain Portsnake going up? Baby girl. AJ. <laughs> Take care of my girl. They may. What a way to go out. Five to ten years. They would need advance more. Like, hey, we got to figure this out. Huh. They're lubing us up now because they're telling us that we need five to ten years. Like, this is the first time I'm hearing that timeline. It's happening. I think you guys are wrong. Let everybody know. Well, this place will be a, a, a hellscape. It already well is. Well before. I don't have that pessimist, uh, pessimistic Every attitude. time one of these articles comes up in a news feed, read the comments. People are like, oh, good. Take us all out. Like, people are ready to go out there. Well, yeah. that means more room for me. Okay, great. <laughs> you know, I like to spread out. Where would you go? I'm going to the seed bunker up north. Where they got all the seeds, the, um, oh, the, seed the heirlooms. Bunker. Seeds. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Why? Why are you going to? It doesn't matter. I want to be able to garden. When You're not going home. to a bunker. It it's, is a bunker. The, yeah, but it doesn't matter. The Earth is gone. It's done. We're done. Maybe this you're is done. Our, this is the planet's done. I'm a mile underground with the seeds. Yeah. And Jeff Goldblum's down there with me. Mm. Now nah, you melted. You melted. He's melted. I'm melted. It's not even melted. It's like there's nothing. Nothing will survive. Even when you come out of the bunker, that's it. Like you're just prolonging the inevitable. I think I'd have to hijack a, an, an airplane and fly around for a while just to watch it all. Good God. From the sky. You and learn, you, get, you, you all go dark sometimes, man. Yeah. Yeah. We'll survive, yeah. but. I'm all about, like, I'm hey, let's everybody, let's everybody, you know, everybody be calm. 
you know, go about your business. Right. I know what's going on. It'll be over soon. You're not telling us the truth, though, so I don't believe anything you're saying. Strap me to a rocket with an American flag on it. Shoot me right at the asteroid, dude. That's how I'm going. Yeah. I want to be the first to die. I slim pickings. Thank you. Put me in a cowboy hat. Thank you for your bravery. Yeah, dude. Yeah, you're and straddling your that rocket up oh, there. You're, I'm you're straddling it. I got yeah. put a horse saddle on it. Mm. Oh, dude. This America. Put on Freebird. <laughs> right when and let it time it out to where it's the guitar solo where yeah. Ronnie Van Zandt's guitar solo is going to hit. When I hit that ass, I was like, that'd be awesome. Boom. What a way to go. Yeah, it makes no impact. <laughs> no. It's just like from the ground when you guys look at the asteroid, it's just like a little puff of smoke. It goes, psst. <laughs> <laughs> well, Rafe was wrong. He did oh, not do man. the math on the size of that he asteroid. thought the power of America would. Uh, <laughs> I'm telling you, let the power of America compel you. Would deflect the. Uh, would I'm deflect up at the pearly gates like, well, uh, egg on my face, guys. I thought that was going to be a real, real cool thing. No. <laughs> Did this for nothing. All right, guys. All right, time for the Craigslist Freak of the Week. We got uh, three brand new ads for you. Uh, you guys in the chat room, uh, please name these ads. Uh, also on the instant feedback, we'll take your name suggestions as well. Lauren will read the ads uh, when the third ad is done and named. Uh, we'll put it up on Twitter for, uh, for voting. Again, this is probably the most important vote you'll cast all year. Yeah. All year. All year long. Uh, then uh, tomorrow morning, we'll see who moves on to the Freak of the Year playoffs. All right, Learn. Yes. Let's get into it. And number one, coming at you. Must be angry and a good talker. Woman for anyone, 25 years old, Ontario. Hi, I am 25 years old in a poly relationship with my husband and girlfriend. Just started working from home for my day job. It's consumer services, answering phone calls and listening to complaints about different products. A couple weeks ago, I had a crazy angry man on the line, and after I calmed him down, things got kind of hot. After he screamed at me about how much of a worthless piece of garbage I am, we softened things up by talking to each other about what our bodies looked like. I told him about how tight my ass is, <laughs> how big my fake knockers are, and how <laughs> horny I get when somebody yells at me. My daddy used to tell me, I'm sorry, my daddy used to yell at me, and I guess I have some daddy issues to work through. I ended up joeing for the rest of the call with him and felt outstanding afterwards. Hoping my boss wasn't watching me on cam, although that would have been kind of hot too. I've been uh, doing myself on the regular now on the clock, but I'm playing with fire. I don't want to get burned and fired. I like this job. Seeking more people to get on the line with me and scream at me. Call me a bitch. Explain to me how badly I suck. Threaten me. Threaten my family. When I'm done, I'll let you go. Let's not call this phone sex, though. If you want to put a hot woman down, here's your chance with no strings attached. I want to take it. This will be a mutually beneficial situation. We'll be doing this in my off hours. Answer this ad for times and a phone number to call. Well, there you go. There is the first ad for you. So not phone sex. Mm -mm. But you call and berate her. While she Joes. While she does or Jills. No, no. <laughs> Jills my mom's here. <laughs> Well, she Jills or Joes. She Joanne's. So if you are somebody who wants to put a woman down, here's a woman who's willing to take it, and then she does her thing, you do your thing, a mutually beneficial situation. Right. All right, names. 
Okay, well, let's start with uh, Yelly Kapowski. Oh, that's <laughs> good. I like that a lot. Yeah, that's good. good. I don't know if we need to even move any further than that. Yeah. Yelly Kapowski. There's Yelly Roll, Madley Cooper, Jilly Madison. Okay. We're going to have to put that in the backpack for something else. Yelly Kapowski. Yelly Kapowski. Yeah, that's that's excellent. Yelly. All right, Yelly. <laughs> so cute. K A P O W S K I. That's what I have. Kapowski. Kapowski. Yelly mm. Kapowski. All right, on to ad. <laughs> ad number two, coming at you. Hey there. <laughs> hey. Man for anyone, 44 years old, London. I'm an American living in London, and I'm going to come right out on and say it. I get really juiced up and rocked when I smell hay. I didn't grow up in a barn or nothing, but I guess I had enough good experiences where that was the smell that triggers something in my penis. I've been in the drought lately and think this might help me get back out there. If you're a farmer, would you give me access to your hay in a barn or out in a field? Doesn't matter. Looking for an immersion therapy situation. <laughs> I'll roll around in it, Joe, and then be on my way. I can pay you the boring way with money or the fun way with my body. Either way works. Hit me up with questions. Okay. I got many questions. <laughs> <laughs> hey, does smell good, but not uh, uh, not yeah, in this. This uh, is pretty straightforward ad. Um, barn animal. A guy looking for a, a role in the hay. I don't understand how um, somebody would get really juiced up and rocked smelling hay, but okay. Mm. Maybe one of those Halloween hay rides, you know? Did Love a Halloween as, hay ride. Did it for him as a kid and... Got all horned up then, and yeah, I don't know, man. I can see the farmer's daughter fantasy. <laughs> Pat Hayjack. Oh man, Moon, is that yours? You got, That's somebody's. You got a couple. Find, you got to find something to beat that. Christian Bale, and then we have Michael Hayfox mm. and Hay Leno. Oh man. Uh, Pat Hayjack. Pat, Pat Hayjack is. Pat Hayjack is the I'm one. Almost mad that waste that name on this one because it's so good. <laughs> Pat Hayjack. There's three jokes in that name. Mm-hmm. Oh, good job. Yeah. There's three separate that jokes. That is joke economy. Yeah. Congratulations. Give yourself a gold star. Gold star. Take the day off name. work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good yeah. For yeah you. Take the rest Walk of the your day. dog, have a margarita and a bowl of chili because you earned it. And take <laughs> take the day. Christian Haybale. Sugar Hay Leonard. There's so many good ones. Uh, but that one's the win. I'm sure we'll have another Hay one eventually. <laughs> oh, sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this starts, starts spreading. All right, here we go. Our uh, third and final ad. Uh, Learn coming at you. Bugsy, man for woman, 41 years old, Ottawa. I want to bang while we are covered in creepy crawly bugs. You and me and thousands of six-legged partners and the ultimate insect orgy. I started keeping ants in an ant farm in my room as a hobby when I was nine. I would take them out and play with them and enjoy the ticklish feeling of the ants crawling on my legs and thighs. By 13 or 14, I had added snails and cockroaches to my collection and was becoming increasingly obsessed with it. I soon began punishing myself while the ants crawled to me, or crawled on me. In my mid-teens, I would put honey on my willy and let the ants walk up on me. Now, by age 35, I was masturbating several times a week while roaches crawled on my thighs and testes and snails crawled over my nips and my willy. No way. So, what? <laughs> sometimes I would hold a frog against my willy and get off on the squirming as it tried to escape. Is this illegal? <laughs> now, they've always... I've always... <laughs> 
<laughs> Listen, they have always felt disgusted by this habit, but derive no pleasure from normal sexual activities. My psychiatrist suggested that the paraphilia developed as an alternative outlet for my normal sexual expression became associated with my trauma from my mommy punishing me when she found out that I had this sexual fetish. Now that I understand my condition, I finally embraced it and want to find somebody else like me who will dive into a kiddie pool filled with ants, roaches, slugs, snails, centipedes, and any other insect. We will have sex while our bodies are enveloped by the sensation of thousands of little legs crawling and slithering all over our skin and to every crack, too. Tickling and biting us as we have had mad, passionate sex. I am open to reptiles like snakes, lizards, and frogs, too, if you're into it. Okay. What the Damn. hell? This is a very uh, sick individual. Damn. Wow. Imagine something getting into a crevice that doesn't Damn. need, uh, it can't come out. Just so you guys know, we have had an ad like this. An ad or two like this in the past. This is paraphilia. Yeah. Paraphilia yeah. <laughs> is a thing. This is a thing. Wow. Um, Dude, I do like how this person breaks it down. Like, here's when it started. Here's what my therapist here's says. Here's what the therapist says. The progression of this particular fetish from his, you know, 13 or 14 to mid-teens to thir- age 35. Wow. Okay. Any questions? No. I want no more information. <clears throat> okay, names. Papa Roach. <laughs> Ant-Man. Beetle Joe. Beetle Joe. <laughs> Beetle Joe. <laughs> Good. I don't Bone, want to say that three times. I know. Well, they'll appear. So, yeah. Bone Bugs in Harmony, A Bug's Wife, Hacksaw Jim Buggin', oh, and then Crawley Shore. Crawley oh, Shore. Oh, man. Oh, man. Lauren, since you're off tomorrow, who's it going to be? I really like Crawley Shore. Crawley Shore yeah, it is. Too. That one's solid. Crawley with an E, E-Y? I put C-A-R, uh, uh, sorry, C-R-A-W-L-Y. Okay, good. That's all I got to do. All right, there you go. There are the three ads for you. Time to vote. Uh, we've got uh, Yelly Kapowski. Yelly Kapowski is a, uh, this is a gal for anyone, and she's there for you to call and just, uh, you know, if you want to be an angry man on the line, she thinks it's going to get, she, she thinks it's going to get her hot. Well, she's Joe-ing while you're yelling. So she wants to be yelled at. Enjoy it. Mm. Not phone sex, though. So that's Yelly Kapowski. Then you got uh, Pat Hayjack. This is an American living in London, and he's uh, he gets turned on by the smell of hay. So he wants to borrow your barn. He's going to roll around in Joe, and he'll pay you with money the boring way or with his body the fun way. And then you just heard from Crawley Shore. Okay. Got to endorse one. Mm. Learn, I start with you. Who will <laughs> learn, be endorsing? I... Who will move on? In your opinion, who should move on to the uh, to the Freak of the Year Championship? It's Crawley Shore for me. I can't deal with this. I can't deal with the bugs. You know, sex is supposed to be clean and fun. And oh, it's not supposed to be clean. I know it's not supposed <laughs> to be bug infested. So it grosses me out. Anytime you have to, anytime you shudder and gather yourself during a read, I know <laughs> we got a good one on our hands. <laughs> King Scott. Yeah, it's uh, it's uh, the bug man. Crawley Shore, huh? Yeah, it's pretty wild. Rafe and illegal. I think Crawley Shore's probably gonna sweep the room. So, because it was pretty disgusting. 
But I'm going to go Dark Horse and say Yelly Kapowski because uh, there's some. There's always something weird tied up in like that degradation mm. uh, fantasy. You know what I mean? Not weird. If that's what you're into. But to me, there's something freaky about that. Like being degraded to the I, point of, of <clears throat> yeah. sexual uh, satisfaction. Yeah, there was some, there was like some like pent up misogyny kind of yeah, wrapped why, up in that one too, which what, is kind of weird. To me, Yelly Kapowski is is the one I think there's. What? Really? I mean, dude. She's a smart business. I mean, she's getting paid on the clock, I don't know. Right? I, I, my is. heart is telling me Yelly Kapowski. It's freaky. I think she's going to attract some really freaky people with that. Not that. If someone wants to bang in a kitty pool full of cockroaches and lizards, it's not a freakier situation. <laughs> hey, you picked the weird time to eat your banana this week, man. What do you I don't like yeah, I eating bananas like during the most. It made, yeah. Dude, he made direct eye contact with me when he bit that uh -huh. banana. During the weirdest talk. Uh -huh. you, don't open your banana. Oh, yeah, I'm going to open it. These are banana flexes uh, happening. Did you guys have that creepy crawlies? You remember oh, yeah. that? Yeah, yeah, that yeah you know what? With the little things. That's, that's exactly you know what was going on in my head. That's the song that I can't let go of right now. If I'm going crawly shore, there's no way that's not. Not gonna win, and it's uh, saying, you know, the fact with the with the holding the frog up to my you know willy and yeah, as it escapes. Right. I was trying to make an argument for Yelly Capel, and I do think there's something. I think she's gonna get some weird, toxic responses to that. <laughs> yeah, uh, but I just I feel guess, like that's happening a lot more than. But I guess thing. maybe it is transactional. This seems more like I have a thing, and I'm ready to upgrade my thing, and that's freaky as hell. Moon. Yeah, this is a person. Creepy. Uh, uh, Crawley Shore is somebody with a thing that's discussed it with a therapist. Like, I, like tried to figure it all out, and now has figured it out to the point where, hey, yeah. I'm going to embrace this and go for it. Give me a partner. I need it. Crawley Shore. Yeah. All right. I just, dude, I don't even like when I feel one bug on me. Right. Maybe it's because I don't want to hear Crawley Shore again. Like <laughs> I'm hoping Yelly Kapowski wins. <laughs> all right, Yelly Kapowski, Pat Hayjack. Or Crawley Shore. Pat Hayjack, best name of the day, though. Yeah. We'll give a shout-out to that. Um, vote via Twitter at R-I-Z-Z Show. Uh, if you missed Learn reading any of the ads, make sure you check out the podcast. It'll be up there. Ooh, somebody's off to a big lead. Yeah, I'm, 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 I don't even need to look. I'm sure it's Crawley Shore. It's got to be. That, that's going to be. It's going to be a runaway. I'm not going to tell you. Okay. The Rizzuto Show. Traffic and weather. I'll right, tell we'll you tomorrow. Tomorrow morning when we sign on. All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back. Uh, Learn's got uh, crap on celebrities, and we have a concert announcement to make. Yeah. Attention, Riz Show fans and weirdos. Let me tell you about Woods Basement Systems, the all things basement tea experts. Right now, you can get a free estimate at moonloveswoods.com because spring is here, and that means rain and wet, soaked ground all around your house. If your basement has musty smells, damp walls, signs of mold or mildew, maybe even standing water in your basement after a rainstorm, you gotta call Woods today. Wet and leaky basements do not get better with time, they get better with Woods. Remember, I had that incredibly difficult front porch situation that looked bad and was a total safety hazard. And Woods Basement Systems helped me fix that for good. Not only did they level the entire slab of concrete, but they installed piers to make sure that the job was done right for the long term. They can fix your settling driveways and so much more. The basement waterproofing, the foundation repair, egress windows. Go to Moon Loves 
Woods.com for a free estimate today. Don't wait any longer. Prevent further damage. Remember, the problems won't get better with time. They'll get better with Woods because the problem will be fixed forever. It's the all things basement experts at Woods Basement Systems. Get that free estimate at MoonLovesWoods.com. Riz here for Dobbs Tire and Auto Center, St. Louis's first choice for quality tires and expert auto service. You may not know this, but Dobbs is a local company in business since 1976, and the team includes not only the Dobbs family, but also more than 600-plus expert tire and automotive service techs who work at Dobbs' 43 convenient store locations. Check out Dobbs' early Memorial Day deals at GoToDobbs.com. You'll find deals you could use, money-saver coupons to help you save while getting your family vehicle ready for hot weather driving, including the long road trips many of us will be taking, starting with the Memorial Day holiday weekend and throughout the long, hot summer. Choose Dobbs to keep your family's vehicles in top-running condition. And remember, at Dobbs, with 43 store locations, convenience is the name of the game. You'll be in, up, fixed, and out same day. Click on GoToDobbs.com and save with Dobbs May Deals today. Dobbs, the real deal for real deals since 1976. The smartest way to do your homework is Hetman Lumber. Warm weather means homework for homeowners. And if your homework means a new deck, then turn to the deck experts at Hackman Lumber. Browse the largest inventory of decking materials and deck accessories in Missouri at Hackman Lumber Company. Talk with their experts about treated lumber, cedar, timber tech, Trex, Envision, Azek, and decorators to find the best deck for you. Check out endless choices of railings, balusters, and LED deck lighting options. Hackman Lumber Company will not be undersold on in-stock decking materials guaranteed. You can choose to do it yourself with Hackman's expert advice, or they can recommend reputable contractors to do the work for you. Stop by and see Hackman's expanded paint department, too, with brushes, rollers, painter's tape, and four different lines of interior and exterior paint. Custom color match available. Visit Hackman Lumber's newly remodeled stores in St. Peter's and Pacific, or their showroom in Troy, Missouri. Hackman Lumber. Show presented by The Fast Lane. Going to make this a concert announcement here in a second. Uh, coming up on Monday... Our buddy Joe Litvak's coming in uh-huh. to give us the details on this year's Evolution Fest. Great. Which was a huge success last year over at Forest Park. Uh, that was with the Black Crows and the Black Keys. So we'll get the lineup for the 2024 edition of Evolution Fest Monday at 9 a.m. Joe Litvak's the producer of that show. Ice Cube. That's right. Ice Cube played last year. Ice Cube the Great. Black Crows. Yeah, Black Crows, Black Keys. Ice Cube, Sugar Hill Gang. Lane. There was a whole bunch of yeah, it was great. country artists. It was great. Um, so this concert announcement comes to us from the Enterprise Center. Uh, 105.7 The Point welcomes Jelly Roll. Saturday, October 23rd. Again, the Enterprise Center. Tickets on sale next Friday, March 1st at 10 a.m. Again, that's Jelly Roll Enterprise Center, Saturday, October 23rd. Tickets on sale next Friday, March 1st at 10 a.m. All right, today is February 22nd. Back in the day, 44 years ago, 1980, the miracle on ice happened when the U.S. finally beat the Soviet Union in hockey, winning by a score of 4-3 to in the 13th Winter Olympics in Lake Placid, New York. Now, that wasn't the common misconception is that wasn't the gold medal game. That was the semifinals. Yeah. Uh, U.S. went on to beat who to win the gold medal? The Bruins. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. Canada. Nope. Oh. I meant Finland. Sweden. Finland. Jamaica. Finland. 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 Yes. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yes, the Jamaican hockey team. <laughs> yes. 
Uh, 41 years ago, 1983, Styx releases their 11th record. Kilroy was here featuring Mr. Roboto. Uh, 37 years ago, 1987, Andy Warhol dies of a heart attack at the age of 58 after gallbladder surgery. 35 years ago, 1989, the 31st Grammy Awards. Tracy Chapman wins Best New Artist. Don't Worry, Be Happy by Bobby McFerrin wins Best Song and Best Record. And metalheads everywhere flip the F out. Jethro Tull. When the first hard rock slash heavy metal Grammy went to Jethro Tull over Metallica. Can we get the, get the F out of here? Get the F out of here. Or do you want it harsher? Get the F out of here. There we go. That's better. Or, or get the F out of here. That's better. And the Culkins. The next year, Millie Vanilli wins the Grammy for Best New Artist. Nice. 31 years ago, 1993, Radiohead puts out their debut record, Pablo Honey. Pablo, honey. Featuring Creep. Come back to Florida. 27 years ago, 1997, scientists in Scotland announced they had successfully cloned an adult mammal, producing a lamb named... Dolly. Dolly, Dolly yes. Dolly. We miss you. And five years ago today in 2019, Bobby Kraft, owner of the New England Patriots, oh, charged no. with soliciting prostitution <laughs> as part of a human trafficking sting in Jupiter, Florida. Old Bobby Kraft. Is he part of Kraft Cheeses? Oh. Kraft with a K, right? Ooh, uh, yeah. I don't know. Is there a connection there? Probably. Because I stopped buying Kraft singles after this came out. You did? I did. I said, no more. <laughs> no more Kraft singles, huh? <laughs> That's it. I'm taking a stand. I'm out. I, I don't know if you've made the Kraft company suffer because of paper and packaging. No association. Okay, well, I'm back on the cheese. Thanks. All right, that's what happened back in the day. <laughs> the Rizzuto Show. Crap on celebrities. Did he, did he plead out on that one? What? I don't know. What, what wound up happening? Uh, he probably donated a new park or something. Yeah. They're like, yeah, you're good. Let's see what it says here. Yeah, that whole thing was like... Kraft was among 25 people facing first-degree misdemeanor charges for soliciting prostitution in 2019. Kraft's attorney electronically entered a not-guilty plea, later submitted a court filing where Kraft waived derangement, pleaded not guilty to all charges, requested a jury trial. Yeah. Uh, a memo filed by Kraft's attorney revealed that hidden cameras had been installed when the investigators entered the facility under the uh -huh. guise of a bomb threat. Uh-huh. Palm Beach ruled the prosecutors could not use the video in the case. Uh-huh. Board of Appeals Court ruled that Kraft's constitutional rights were violated and the charges were dropped. Uh-huh. Oh. Oh, neat. Okay. So he didn't face any kind of... Neat. There you go. So, and the videos were ordered to be destroyed, so he was completely... Exonerated, basically. Well, I apologize to on Kraft a singles. On a technicality. Um, yeah, the whole thing was like, this guy's a billionaire. What is? Why is he going to... Yeah, go... Find a woman that's hotter that wants your money and right. do that for you. You don't need for free. to do this. Don't do this. <laughs> all right. Uh, what's going on? Grab on solvers. I'm going to tell you all about it. Bright House Plumbing Sponsors. Call the best. Flush the rest. BrightHouseCo.com. 636-600-0188. Mick Jones has toured on and off with Foreigner over a few years with an undisclosed medical reason. Um, but now he's revealed what's been going on. And this is really surprising. He has Parkinson's disease. Mm. He posted a statement yesterday saying, several years ago, I was diagnosed with Parkinson's. Want everyone to know that I'm doing all right. However, I've liked to be at my best while performing on stage. And sadly, at present, I find that to be a, a bit difficult. So is Mick Jones touring with Foreigner? So he was doing this on and off. It, it doesn't sound like it. It sounds like... So when Foreigner comes to town... He will, he will probably not be there. Oh. Okay. 
but this, I'm, I'm happy to know what's going on because that was always the, because it was on and off for so long that people were like, what the hell? Like, what's going medical. on? It's medical. He did say, I thank all the fans who have supported Foreigner throughout the years and continue to attend our shows. I want you to know I appreciate your support and it always means so much to me, but especially at this point in my life. Now, Foreigner with their farewell is coming to Hollywood Casino Amphitheater on June 18th. And uh, we also learned this, Mark Ronson, who is the stepson of Mick Jones, produced a video with all of our favorite music celebrities. To Mark try- Ronson, I mean, superstar producer, did... Uh, Lady Gaga did... Uh, the Bruno Mars song, Uptown, Uptown Funk. Funk. Yeah. yep. And that is Mick Jones' stepson, yes. Yes, and so I have a bit of audio here from this video that we'll post on the blog. Uh, essentially, Josh Homme's in this, Dave Grohl, uh, Jack Black, Chet Smith, everybody. This is... So to get Foreigner into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, this yep. is a great video and worth a watch. Is. Love is putting Foreigner in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I've loved Foreigner since I got their debut record. Foreigner should absolutely be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Can't believe they're not in already. Oh my God. There's one drum riff that I have used in more than a few songs. Man, they got some bangers. Jeez. Yeah, and you'll How are they not in already? It's a in. travesty. They're getting in. They have to. Especially with Mick jo- with this. Just let them in. They're getting in. Get in. Uh, Billy Corgan of the Smashing Pumpkins is getting into the reality TV field as yet untitled. This show is part of a new deal. Corgan's National Wrestling Alliance signed with CW. It will allow the network to stream multiple NWA programs free of charge and without the need of a subscription for the CW's app. Uh, back to Foreigner real quick. Yes. I think a little fun fact they had on the video that Foreigner is the number one most played band on classic rock radio. I believe it. Really? Above wow. anybody else. Above it. Floyd, above the Stones, above Ozzy. Zeppelin, above Dang Ozzy, God. above Van Halen, Something Foreigner. For that, man. Incredible. Oh, 100%. Uh, do you guys see this Louder Than Life Festival lineup yesterday? Blew everybody's mind. Slayer is back after five years. Yeah, I saw that. I I thought those guys hated each other. Apparently not. Everybody's cool now. They're coming back together. Kerry King, you know, uh, just released some solo material, which is excellent. Um, but this is cool as hell because everybody's like, no way. Like, well, Kerry All King the- was kind of in the in the media trash and Tom Araya recently. Yeah, it happens. Bring it, bring it to the stage. They'll take it out on the crowd. I, I mean, this is gonna be cool as hell. If you've not seen the lineup, it's way too many to get into. But just the he- headlines: Slipknot, Corn, Motley Crue, Slayer. It's gonna be in Louisville, Kentucky, September 26th through the 29th. You're gonna get the Offspring, Seether, Hailstorm, uh, Some 41, Anthrax. Oh, it's a tremendous. Dude, Tom Morello. Um, who else is? Anybody there? ever seen Slayer live? Yeah. No. Oh, yeah, dude. Everybody's wild. My old guitar tech text for them, so I'm I'm happy to see this because he's gonna obviously get more work. Yeah, they used was... to have a wall that bled. <laughs> yeah, dude. Where they do raining blood. And you yeah. know what? Yeah. And to that, you know, band members yelling at each other, like some of the best bands ever have like, you know, drama in, in the band. And that's okay. Sometimes that's what Mick makes... And, Mick and Keith, man. Those guys yeah, don't like each other. Joe Perry and Steven Tyler. Sometimes that's what twins. makes it good. Um, I hate to say that, but sometimes that's what like challenges one guy to, to lift it up. And I, and I, and I know I, I, you know, talk about you two and whatever. The, the book that was the most interesting to me had, like, probably 15 accounts of them yeah. arguing with each other yeah. about what was the best thing. But they and have to know it. And that's, yeah, and all you got to do is know that you're not supposed to agree. Like, yeah. that's going to make something feasible. You have feasible. to know that the, the whole is greater than the sum of its parts. Exactly. And that's where 
GNR screwed up. And the real good bands figure out how to work with personalities that don't necessarily click. You, you know what I'm well, saying? And you or cover work more together. people that way. There's people that will side with somebody in the band, but come together as a collective and go to those shows. Look at Pearl Jam. Pretty much the, the same lineup, you know, I mean, with the exception of the drummer, but Matt Cameron's been in the band for you know, a gazillion years. Right. I'm sure those guys, they do their thing, mm -hmm. they, they tour, they go their separate ways, and mm -hmm. they come back into business. Yeah. Well, also, um, Riot Fest. Slayer's going to be at Riot Fest in Chicago as well. So these are two drivable distances from St. Louis, Louisville or Chicago, if you need to see Slayer in your life. Also in other festival news, Sublime is going to be headlining the No Values Festival June 8th in uh, Pomona, California. This is, a, this is a show that I, I'm kind of like, I got to go to this. Iggy Pop's going to be there. Turnstile, the original Misfits. Um, Jello from um, Dead Kennedys is going to be there doing like a DJ set. It's a one-day festival, and it's just punk rock to the max. Um, and I've never been to Pomona Pomo or whatever it is, California. Pomona? Pomona. Pomona. Where's that at? Is that, by is that LA? a L.A. suburb? Yeah. Okay, a... cool. Uh, the 2SG's new album, Action Figures, with 19 super hit songs, is now available at freethe2sg.com. Bandcamp.com. Would you hear that? For their beautiful fans. <laughs> there are 200 yeah. copies available, so snag your copy before the official worldwide release on Leap Day, which will be next Thursday, the 29th of February. It will go quick. So, again, head over to freethe2sg.bandcamp.com. Wow. Was that on TMZ or something? I found oh, wow. this on the dark web. Oh. Crazy. Thank you. Yo, Thank you. That was beautiful. Vandals. She was looking for a hitman. And... Yeah, I yeah. found that. Yo, Iggy Pop, Turnstile, you, you mentioned Bad Religion, Sublime, you know, Vandals, Suicidal Tendencies, Black Social Flag, distortion. Dillinger Escape Plan is yes. playing that, and the Aquabats. Right? That's that's sweet. That's fun. That's like mini Riot Fest ah, in California. Oh, come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'd rather go see Slayer. Okay, well, then good. Well, well, go. Listen, right. there's something for everyone. I don't have to like everything. Okay. God, why is on my God. back all the time? Trigger. Jeez. Gwen Stefani can't listen to a lot of her No Doubt songs because they still speak so clearly about her past regrets and mistakes. Obviously, if you listen to, um, you know, uh, what is her, what's the damn name of the record? I can't, uh, Tragic Kingdom. Tragic Kingdom. You know, it's all about Tony Canal. And then um, Return of Saturn, some songs on there about Gavin Rossdale. But she says, uh, she goes, if I do ex-girlfriend, even when I say it, I almost throw up in my mouth. It's like, oh God, it just brings you right back. But fortunately, Gwen doesn't let all those emotions stop her. She says she's doing a repetitive songs on tour. Uh, so she's not doing any repetitive songs on tour, so it doesn't get old. Um, so she's she's going to be playing I a actually lot have audio the... of uh, her thinking about the Don't song ex-girlfriend. <laughs> wow, it's so amazing. <laughs> Gwen, oh my God. No. Oh. Don't ruin Gwen for us. You can have a spider web. <laughs> I hope no doubt tours. I'm I'm want to see them again really bad. Uh, what else can I tell you? Rafe's I think the only one in this room that's seen Saltburn. I want to watch it so bad, but Tim's like, no, uh, I keep hearing about this thing, it. and then people are like, oh, dude, watch it, and then others are like, ah, oh, don't watch it. Yeah. It's so the, it's the story. I, I watched the trailer for it. So right. stop me if I'm wrong. It's the story of. Uh, rich kids boarding school. Mm -hmm. uh, one kid has nowhere to go, so the one of the rich kids is like, "Hey, come out to this estate called Saltburn," and then weird thing happen. Weird things happen. Yeah, you're pretty close. It's just a satirical takedown of like overindulged rich rich people. Yeah, but I mean, it's got some pretty messed up stuff in it, but. Well, it's good. So it is a I comedy. I thought it was good. It's uh, it's not a comedy, a comedy, right? It's like a dark comedy. I would say dark comedy. Yes. Oh, okay. Well, 
Barry Keegan, who is one of the main characters in Saltburn, there's a, and if you don't want to hear about this, you might want to tune up for a second. There's a Saltburn dance, which I've heard about, where um, he's let he's completely naked and uncut, and uh, letting it just hang all out on the dance floor. And so he's talking about that. He goes, I was afraid to move my hips. And, and he move- dances to this song from uh, Rafe. If I'm wrong, correct me. <laughs> yeah. And he does like a pee dance. Mm-hmm. He's doing the helicopter. Well, he said okay. that he was afraid to move his hips and his body in a certain way, but the set was made quite comfortable for him. Once the camera goes up, I always feel a bit safe and have the license of a kind of waltz in that environment. You're really kind of putting yourself out there in the most vulnerable state. It's beautiful to look at. I'm not saying it's because of my body, but it's freeing to see a body move around the way it does. He it's was like a moving painting. Yeah, I was say he, he was afraid to move it in a certain way because that would happen. Yeah. He just oh. lift off his feet. I need to know more. I I think I'm just gonna like get the credit card and just. Buy, uh, Tim's like, just wait for it to be free. I have to know what's going on in this. How movie. much is it? It's, it's like fifteen dollars. I got it. Four bucks to rent. Uh, yeah. It's free. Stop being a cheapo. Call Tim. I. <laughs> um, it's definitely gratuitous at times. Like it's trying too hard to shock you, in my opinion. But like it's still, it's worth watching. Yeah. Gotta see it. What's it on? What's it get on the uh, Rotten Tomatoes? Jason says it's horrible. My best friend is like, please watch it. She's like, we can't unsee what we've seen. <laughs> She's wanting it's to the same talk way. About like it so I bad. would tell people to watch Gummo. It got a seventy-one percent. It's not bad. Critics. What about audience? Uh, let's see. Rotten Tomatoes. It is seventy-one critics, seventy-nine audience. Okay. Certified fresh, baby. Yeah, that's not bad. All right. I mean, that's a good rating. Um, this isn't our list that we're going to trash, but I just want to get your talk on this. So uh, you ever finish a movie and you are like, what the hell did I just watch? Maybe it was Saltburn for you. Mm-hmm. And you go to Google and you see, you know, after the endings are confusing. You yeah. Look up. Tenant. Tenant, that was for you? Yeah. Yeah, I had to like look up like what the hell I just saw. I did it with Interstellar, which made the list. Tenant was not on this list. But movies like Fight Club, Memento, Barbie, Oppenheimer, Inception, American Psycho, No Country for Old Men, and Shutter Island were the top movies that people were like, what the hell just happened? To Christopher me? Nolan yeah, five times Nolan. on that list. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. I looked up Oppenheimer after we, after we saw it. Like, I just want to get a little more detail. Right. Yep. Like maybe I missed something. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was that last uh, uh, Jordan Peele movie? Uh, not Get Out, no. not Us. us? The one they got sucked up into the... Oh, yeah, no. Oh, no. Nope. Nope. Yeah, Bo is Afraid has to be on this. No, I mean, That maybe. movie was so... I think only Moon and I have seen it. Dude. That, when I finished that ending, movie, I was just like, what the hell? Yeah, I was. I, I, I thought that I had good guesses on what certain things represented, and then the last one, I was like, what does the ending represent? Right. Because I think I know, but I want to know if I'm accurate or not, because I could be way off base here. Yeah. I mean, it, it played with you. That's That was a... That was a cool movie. It was cool. I see it was that too. It was wildly overindulgent in length. But yeah, it was good. Rest in peace to actor Paul Diamato. He passed away. He played Dr. Hook in Slapshot and a Vietnam vet in Deer Hunter. And you would know his face yeah. if you saw him. Um, we already movie. talked about David Beckham's nipples, so I'll skip that. Yeah, if you missed a uh, uh, Good chat about David Beckham's nipples uh, and and our nipples check, and our nipples. And check our out nipples. the uh, check out the podcast. But and finally, we're going to talk about Will Smith. They they put together on MSN.com. They put together a list of 
his worst to best. And it was like 30 movies. And we're not going to focus on the back end of the Wild worst. West. Wild Wild West. Wild Wild West was probably the worst. But the 10 best Will Smith movies. What do you think those are? His best roles. Uh, happy, uh, what was it called? The Pursuit of Happiness. Pursuit of Happiness. Yeah, Pursuit Great of happiness. movie. Number three. Cried uh, my Independence eyes out. Independence Day. Independence Day. Number eight. Enemy, Enemy of the State. Off. He is legend. Enemy of the State. Number four. I, I am legend. I am Number legend. six. Very Enemy good. of the State. That Was that with Hackman, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I recently that, saw that. that. That's uh, good. Awesome. One of the greatest films, I would man. say Ali is probably going to be his number one. His number one. Yeah. Bagger Vance. Uh, not top ten, no. Whoa. Ha-ha. Ha-ha. Okay. All right, then. Uh, Men in Black. Number two. Oh, yeah. Why don't we say that first? Men in Black 2. Uh, number 10 is Emancipation. I haven't seen that. I haven't seen it either. Uh, Six Degrees of Separation. Never seen that either. Never saw that. What about the one he just made about Venus and... King Richard. Uh, King, King Richard. Richard, yeah. That is so, number five. What's the one he did about CTE? The oh, head. Concussion. Concussion. No. I don't know if that's the name of it. <laughs> it, sounded, it, it sounded right. I think it I is. I think it is. That sounds right. The last one you're missing is number seven. It's Hitch. Wow, Dark Horse candidate got yeah, it. Yeah. Bad Boys not on there? No, which is upsetting. That's crazy. It bad Boys crazy. before Hitch. I'm sorry, yeah, Kevin James. Not, not Bad Boys. Bad Boys 2. Either way, one of the I Bad like Boys of franchise needs to be on there. Now, what, what happened? Wait, wait. Weren't we getting a third one? Or did we? <laughs> I think, I think we it's may still have. happening. Yeah. I thought we had it. I thought we got it. Did we already get oh, it? Did yeah. and, and, and we. Now, Bad Boys 2, did him and Martin Lawrence go, we're being Bad Boys again? Hell yeah, they did. Hmm. I don't know. Did they? <laughs> <laughs> That's another one of those. Is Gabrielle Union in it? Because I title so. in the script. God, dude, number two is is great. That's like Michael Bay's like. There's like a line in the moment. first one that makes. No, me I know. Paul, I'll scratch Paul. whatever the hell I want to scratch you, blue-eyed bitch. It's Paul. like still one of my favorite lines. <laughs> Paul in uh, on the instant feedback says in all caps. Will Smith does not say "Welcome to Earth." That yeah. is a Mandela effect. Yeah. Whatever. Well, that's a Riz show effect. We've, yeah. We've, There's gonna be an I Am Legend too. Is Francis Lawrence a part of it? I don't know. I got no ideas. Who's Francis Lawrence? Director. Mm. I think so. That's the one where they're going to try to save the rec center. Yeah. 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 Finally. Ow, ow, ow. Dude, that movie was great. Ow, I showed ow, the kids. Because uh, I, I read some of the book, and um, I love Francis Lawrence, and I kind of follow anything he's going to do. And uh, I showed the kids, and dude, my daughters were so angry. So angry that I showed him a movie where that happens to the dog. I know, man. I they cry were like, every time. What? It's not a he chokes dad. the dog out. It's not an uplifter. <laughs> Just kill yeah. me now. They're like, Dad, that is the worst movie I've ever seen in my life because of that one and scene. And he's crying. He looks, you oh, know, dude, he's so. He, he crushes uh, that I movie. I could cry right now thinking about it. Think of how difficult it is to play that. The weird thing about the sequel also is like they're going off an alternate ending because he dies. Spoiler alert. <laughs> the character dies at I Am Legend in the theatrical release. And there's an alternate DVD ending where he, survives, where he doesn't die. And no. they're basing the that's sequel crazy. off of the alternate ending wow. because otherwise his character would not be in it. Oh. Oh, that's cool. somebody new. That's uh, not that's what kind of weird, book. man. Aye. Celebrity celebrating a birthday today, George Washington. He's dead. But he uh, was born in 1732 on this day. Dykin Lockman. Ah, God, dude. I find her so gorgeous. Who? Who is this? Uh, she's uh, Miss Casey on Severance. Uh, she's on Altered Carbon. Here, here. I know what you're talking about. She kind of looks Bring like... Bring forth the lady. She has like a Mallory look. So maybe that's why I'm, oh, yeah. I'm digging her. But I find her so unique She's the and uh, psychiatrist, right? She's the yeah. wife. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. mean psychiatrist. She does look like your wife. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, I find her gorgeous. Anyway, she is uh, 42. 
Let's see, Tom Higginson. Oh, that's my buddy. He's uh, Plain White T's uh, singer. He is 45. Drew Barrymore is 49. James Blunt is 50. Rachel Dratch is 58. Julius Irving, Dr. J is 74. Julie Walters, that's Mrs. Weasley on the Harry Potter movers, uh, movies. Uh, she is uh, 74. And John Ashton. That's Sergeant Taggart in the Beverly Hills Cop movies. Oh. He's 76 years old. All right. On uh, today's Porto birthday, which is being brought to you by Patricia's, where fun and fantasy meet, is Alessandra Monroe. And today's birthday girl has been in 68 fine films. Why can't you just do one more for 69? Right. Come on. That should be a career milestone for yeah. these people. 68 fine films, including The Apprentice 10, Attack of the Milfs 1, Boobsville's Working Girls 2, Boy Meets Milf 1, and Meet is spelled M-E-A-T. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, she was in Chunky Butts 4, Hot for Teacher, Rafe's favorite, Manhammer 6. Oh, yeah, yeah, dude. Manhammer. Seduced by a Cougar 763, Man Top Heavy Hammer. 2, and who could forget a role in twen- uh, 2012's Supersize My Boobs? <laughs> Alessandra Monroe is 48 years old. That's your porno birthday. Those are your crappy birthdays. And that was your crap on celebrities. All right, let's take a break. We'll come back and we will play Are You Smarter Than King Scott? Beat the King, I believe. Is it Beat the King? Beat the no king. one will win. King of the Hill. Did you Google last night? You weren't did we, supposed to. Did we settle on Beat the King? I yeah. believe we let him choose and he chose Beat the beat King. Beat the King. Beat the King. Beat it. We need beat it. I don't it. think I got to choose, but... Okay, beat, so beat here's how this is going to work, if I remember correctly. Was well, that what you wanted? Yeah, I mean, whatever. You want to beat the king? Like? What do you I'm want? Sure, we gave you Make what you want, and you chose What do you want? King. I'll run the tape back. Hey, don't think about everybody else. What do you want? Make a decision. Beat the king, I guess. <laughs> oh, I guess. We're not doing that. Well, if I want to add, I guess. <laughs> beat the king, I guess. All right, we're playing beat the king, I guess. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, I like that. <laughs> so here's how it's going to work. Uh, we're going to put King Scott in isolation. Okay, there'll be five questions. First grade level, second grade level, third grade level, fourth grade level, and fifth grade level. Mm-hmm. We'll spin the wheel for the category. Mm-hmm. Spin the wheel for the category. The categories are? Uh, the categories are history. Let me see. Let me pull out my little history workbook. English and literature, geography, science, math, and miscellaneous. Mm-hmm. Miscellaneous. Cool. So believe. we'll ask you Oof. the five questions, first through fifth grade. Is there a time limit on the answers? Uh, I I think we said, the, you know. Just be quick. Be quick. We'll give you 10 seconds, but these are first through fifth grade answers. Don't These aren't brain Wreck your brain type stuff. We'll have to move on eventually. Yeah. But, uh, Not even 10 seconds. Just answer the freaking question. Yeah. Let's say eight seconds. The Fine. amount of time to write a bull, you should be able Fine. to answer these. Okay? If a guy can write a bull and get points, you can answer these questions in that amount of time. If you get more questions right than King Scott, who will have to answer the same five questions, tie goes to tie goes to the king. Tie goes to the king. It is, mm-hmm. can you beat the king? Yeah. It's good to be king. Mm-hmm. It really is. You're in his kingdom. So we've got tickets for Point Fest, Point Fest 2024, featuring Bad Omens, Wage War, Grandson, Avatar, and more, Saturday, May 18th at the Hollywood Center Amphitheater. And we've got tickets to go see Greta Van Fleet, Saturday night, April 27th, over at Chaffetz. Can you beat the king? I 314-624-3833 or 618-398-3833. We'll play after the break. The Rizzuto Show. Traffic and weather. It's the Riz Show, presented by the Fast Lane. Traffic and weather, moon coming at you. Traffic is brought to you by Worldwide Technology Raceway. The biggest race of 2024 is Sunday, June 2nd.
Hey, this is Justin from Blue October, and you're listening to The Rizzuto Show. Happy birthday, Riz. All right, King Scott joins us in studio. It's time Word. to beat the king. The Rizzuto Show. Here, have some free sh- All right. Today's contest is sponsored by... Sponsored by Flynn Landscaping, specializing in, land, in uh, lawn, landscape, irrigation, and arbor. Now hiring. Call 314-243-6784. All right, Scott, go get the headphones. Moon's got them. Or you want to hand them over? I'll, uh, let's stay there. Coming to you. Coming to you. Coming to you. ISO headphones. Being ISO applied. headphones. So, uh, you guys on the phone, uh, you'll have a chance to beat the king and a chance to win Point Fest tickets and Greta Van Fleet tickets. So. Doubt it. We'll get you on the phone. We'll put King Scott in isolation. We'll spin the wheel of categories. We have history, English and literature, geography, science, math, and the miscellaneous category. You'll this answer five questions, first through fifth grade. Mm-hmm. You answer the questions. Uh, we'll then bring Scott at isolation. He'll try to answer the same five questions. You must beat King Scott. Beat the king. Yep. The tie goes to King Scott. This is my game, man. I don't even know if it's worth playing. Because you guys are going to lose. I've, uh, I'll tell you and you'll, you'll you did, see why I flunked out of college here in a second, You did good last guys. time. You did do good last time. You did better than everyone thought. You, you yeah. smoked most of St. Louis. I think what, one person maybe? T- one person. I think one person won last yeah, time. Yeah, I got five out of five on math last time. That was good. Right, no. Well, Scott, <laughs> let's, uh, let's throw those isolation right. headphones on. Moon will be controlling your music. And ad hoc timer. I want Moon's yeah, musical Moon, you gotta, brain yeah. to be keeping a tempo in his head of... Someone's taking too long to answer. Learn will be keeping track of answers given by both parties. And I'm just going to sit here and look pretty. Yep. You will ridicule. Done and done. Mercilessly. Yeah, Moon, tell these people to move on if they take too long, okay? Move on if you take too long. move along. (laughs) Uh, Gavin, hello. Hello. All right, Gavin. Let's spin the wheel and uh, let's see what category you get. Moon, spin her up. Sounds like Gavin has an AT&T phone. Okay. Uh, the category Ooh. is geography. Geography. Geography is the category. And the worst category okay. for our entire worst population. Category. All right, Gavin, you confident with the geography? Yes. Okay. Well, here we go. Gavin the King. Welcome to Beat the King. I guess. Your first question. What country is Paris the capital of? France. Your second question. In what state is the Grand Canyon located? Nevada. Third question. On what continent is the country of Greece located? Europe. Fourth question. How many kingdoms are part of the United Kingdom? There are four. You just gave him the answer. What are they? (laughs) <laughs> Sorry. Uh, Britain, Scotland, uh, four seconds. Uh, I got nothing. Okay. Britain, Scotland. Fifth question. That's all I got. Which country is both an island and a continent? Australia. All right. Excellent. Okay. Excellent work. All right, Gavin, shut your face, okay? <laughs> Woo! All right. Primus, Sorry, man. King Scott. Yeah. It's on me a little bit. Are you ready? Are you ready? Category geography is geography. Here we go. King Scott, what country is Paris the capital of? France. 
In what state is the Grand Canyon located? Arizona. On which continent is the country of Greece located? Europe. What are the names of the kingdoms that are part of the United Kingdom? There, there are four. There's Wales, uh, uh, Ireland, and then Scotland and England. Okay. Which country is both an island and a continent? Australia. Okay. All right. Geography. There it is. Woo. Here we go. Let's get the answers. Yeah, yeah. He came in hot and confident today, Woo. dude. That was... I feel like I was watching that scene in old school when Will Ferrell blacks yeah. out just now. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's get the answers. All right. When you what, ask into questions. What country is Paris the capital of? Gavin said France, as did King Scott. And they are both correct. It is France. Okay. Off to a great start, I'll guys. Take it. Off to a great start. In which one. state is the Grand Canyon located? Gavin said Nevada, and King Scott said Arizona. And the correct answer is Arizona. One point for Scott. Scott up by one. Gavin. I like it. The king rules. On what continent is the country of Greece located? Gavin and King Scott both said Europe. They are both correct. It is Europe. Fourth question. What are the name of the kingdoms that are part of the United Kingdom? There are four. Gavin said Britain and Scotland. Couldn't find the other two. King said Wales, England, Ireland, and Scotland. And the correct answer is England, Northern Ireland, Scotland, and Wales. We will accept that as a correct answer for King Scott. That means that uh, King Scott wins. Yeah. He does. And the final question, which country is both an island and a continent? Both said Australia. Both are correct. It is Australia. Wow. Can't be beat. Five for five. I wanted you to get the five for five credit. I can't believe you did that in geography of all things. Congrats. Uh, congrats, King Scott. Back right, in isolation. Man, that was a fun game, guys. Thank you, guys. I'll see you. Back in isolation. <laughs> oh, we're still got more? Oh, yeah. You're getting, <laughs> you getting some limp biscuit this time. All right, geography's off the table. Take geography off the table. Uh, Sorry, Gavin. Jeff. Yeah. King Scott yeah, smoked you, dude. All right, Jeff, good morning. Uh, we got to take geography off the table first before we spin <gasps> the wheel. Uh, okay, hang on one second. Looks like. Okay. Okay, Stand ready? By. Here we go. Okay, here we go. Whoa. Jeff, spin on the wheel. Alrighty. Remaining and is history, miscellaneous is English, math, and science. History. I call that history. All history right. is the category. Oh, All boy. right, Jeff, are you ready? Let's see if you could beat the king. First through right. fifth grade questions. All right, good luck. Here we go. Your first question in history. From which country did Mexico gain its independence in the 19th century? Spain. Which war was fought between the North and South in the United States? The Civil War. Julius Caesar was the emperor of what empire? Roman. What was the ancient Egyptian writing system called? Hieroglyphics. The modern, oh, excuse me, the region known as the Fertile Crescent is located in present day what? Uh, Jerusalem. Need the region. Need the region. Uh, Middle East. Okay. Okay. Well done. Hang on. Let's get King Scott. King out of isolation. Woo! It right, is King Scott. rhythm day. I like it. History. <laughs> he, he came in confident and hot. Yeah. There's something call it. is the category. Something about conviction in people's like answering. Me too. Big Gives time. me faith. Yeah. yeah. All right, All right Scott, you ready? Let's King Scott, go. history okay. is your category. Okay. I agree. From which country did Mexico gain its independence in the 19th century? Spain. Which four was fought between the North and South in the United States? The Civil War. Julius Caesar was the emperor of what empire? Rome. 
What was the ancient Egyptian writing system called? Hieroglyphics. The region known as the Fertile Crescent is located in the present day blank. What region? Can you repeat that one? The region known as the Fertile Crescent is located in the present day blank. It's like, inter I've never heard that. I'm gonna say the Fertile Crescent. Let's go uh, Northern Africa. All right. All right, no let's clue. get Egypt. the answers. Jeff is the contestant. Here we go. All right, Jeff, good luck. From which country did Mexico gain its independence in the 19th century? Jeff and King Scott both said Spain. Both correct. Nice. Spain. España. Which, España. Which, <laughs> España. which war was fought between the North and South of the United States? Jeff and King both said the Civil War. Thank God. That would have made me sad. Julius Caesar was the emperor of what empire? Jeff and King both said Rome. Roman Correct. and Rome. Correction. Maui. What was the ancient Egyptian writing system called? Jeff and King both said hieroglyphics. Ooh. Oh, Come down. Down. Final one. Come Final question. Final question. In history. Oh, guesses. The region known as the Fertile Crescent is located in what present day region? Jeff said the Middle East. King Scott said Northern Africa. The answer is, is. the Middle East. Oh, Jeff. I've oh, never Jeff heard that before. Beat, beat hey. the king. Oh, hail Jeff. Oh, hail Jeff. Oh, hail Jeff. Jeffrey, King of O'Fallon. Uh, he's, okay. I'm not giving you You do it a whole lot of roses for Jeff. Jeff. Yeah. He Googled. A whole lot of hey, roses. Four out of five is not bad, dude. Dude, that's terrible. You How took come it to the wire? Okay, so I got to look that up. I don't know. I remember that. I remember that from fifth history. grade. I never knew yeah. that. Okay, so ah. history is off the table now. All right. Hey. Can't believe I lost that. Oh, my gosh. Uh, oh, my gosh. Okay, listen. I just Dang. put in I just put in Fertile Crescent, oh and this is what the Googie says. Oh, boy. The Fertile Crescent is a crescent-shaped region in West Asia and North Africa. Thank you. I'll take it. Um, let's stop. Listen, looking. I pulled let's these stop. stupid questions let's stop off. looking things up during the No show. looking things up. No, 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 look, no. You, you no don't want the truth? Up. No looking things. No, you don't care about accuracy <sighs> in the truth? It literally says the Fertile Crescent, Northern Africa. This guy well, we're Jeff tickets. We're butt. giving Jeff tickets. Fine. <laughs> King yeah, Jeff. I'll do five for five. We'll so, give you five for five. You still lost, Scott. Yeah. No, Scott lost. The Fertile Crescent is no also a... Cre okay. listen, listen. I don't want to spend forever on <laughs> this. Listen! The Fertile Crescent is also a crescent-shaped region in the Middle East. Okay. So fine. they're both right. How weird is that? All Jeff right. still wins. Jeff, I like you. All right, Dustin, Hello. Hey, how's it going? Uh, going well. We're never playing uh, this game again, yeah, just so you know. Oh, we'll stop crying. It's Any just, it, truth let's, is the truth. Moon, let's spin no the music wheel. Oh, we fine. took history off the wheel. <laughs> and let's spin her. There we go. Kill me. Uh, cool. Who is this person on the phone? Uh, that's Dustin. Oh, oh, so close to math. Oh, but science. it is science. All right. Science oh, is man. the category. Hey, get him he some music. music. Weird science. He knows the category. Actually, this would be easier if, oh, darn it. You go first. Okay. All science right. is the category. Let me turn Let's to see my what science. I get wrong in science. Here we go. Here we go. Okay. Dustin. Dustin, what causes the ocean tides? I believe it's gravity. Okay. What is H2O also known as? Uh, water. Uh, can I can I switch the ocean tide? I think that's the the this is the moon. Okay, officially switched. Officially switching it. This is allowing Why it. Why does it seem like the second grade question is easier than the first grade question? Mm, maybe after first grade they're so stressed out they gotta <laughs> roll it back. What phenomenon might be felt on Earth's surface when two tectonic plates rub against each other? 
Uh, earthquake. What is the part of the eye that controls how much light enters? Corneal retina. Uh, retina. The Earth is at least how many billion years old? Five. All right. Okay. Good right. job, Jeff. Here we go. Let's get uh, King Scott going here. Wait, who's what's his name? Dustin. 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 I'm sorry, Jeff was the last guy. I apologize. It's a cool record, Dustin. isn't it? Yeah, that's good. I need to pay attention to that a little bit. All right, Scott. let's go. Your category science, which you already know because you okay. accidentally heard. What causes the ocean tides? Moon. That guy? No, he does not no, do that. My hand is in the air. He thinks he does, but no. <laughs> what is H2O also known as? Water. Good job. What phenomenon might be felt on the Earth's surface when two tectonic plates rub against each other? An earthquake. What is the part of the eye that controls how much light enters? Oh, um, I know that. Uh, I'm going to say iris. Didn't you work on eyes? Yeah. Aren't yeah. you an eye doctor? <laughs> like I am an, an eye, eye industry. The Earth Not is, eyes, though. Eye doctor. The Earth is at least how many billion years old? The Earth is how many billion? To the nearest... What? I looked at Wikipedia and his birth year doesn't say. Uh, I'm going to say we'll go with uh, 3 billion. Hmm. Okay. Okay. Everyone's locked in. We got a game. Oh, here, here we go. go. Here 3 we go. million. Maybe. Game, boy. What causes the ocean tides? Dustin said the moon and as did King Scott. And they are both correct. Good job, moon. Is, uh, Thank you moon. for that. I love those tides. What is H2O also known as? Dustin and King both said water. Yes. They are both correct. What phenomenon might be felt when the Earth's surface... When two tectonic plates rub against each other. Dustin and King both said earthquake. Or three for three, people. Dang, what smart, is man. the part of the eye that controls how much light enters? Dustin said retina. King Scott Thank said you. iris. The it's correct retina. answer is the pupil. And oh, I, don't know. I thought it was retina. Is that a technical term, iris or retina for the pupil? Or is that a pupil, a separate thing? The pupil is the actual hole. The iris, or the iris is the muscle that contracts and, right? Okay. I don't know. I would think... No. That's for someone else to decide. Okay, so comes down to this final question. No. We are tied. I don't want to look anything up because, heaven forbid, people get angry with me for the making sure we're, we're active. God, dude, screw <laughs> you guys in the chat. Screw you. The Earth is at least how many billion years old? King Scott said three billion, and Dustin said five billion. And the answer is four billion. Oh, oh you guys so that is a tie and a tie. A tie goes oh, to, to the, the king. king. I will take it. You did not beat the king. Oh, again, on Wikipedia, it doesn't have its birth year. So when I look it up, it says 5 point... Uh, I'm sorry, it says 4.54. He said 5 anyway, so... so I said closer. at least no how many No rounding up. Oh, I see. No rounding at up. At least. See, I was so. trying to give it to no the guy. No price or right yeah. rules either. Not today. Not today. Not on that sorry, one, Dustin. I'll give you the crescent roll or whatever. Thank you. The fertile crescent. I'll give you the croissant question. I, got, I know where croissants come from. Give me the Northern Africa. Right, Five billion. Oh, yeah. What a guess, dude. I would have said two. I had no idea. Right, let's do one more. That guy was. And one more. We have English, math, and miscellaneous left. I need on some the board. music, Sus. Put music, music, music on for Scott. You say it's miscellaneous. Like he says, tournament. Yeah, I'm, I'm doing it ironically. Lindsay. Oh. Yes, hi. Hi. Your oh, category is Lindsay. math. <laughs> it just rolled math. <laughs> your category is math, Lindsay. <laughs> this is always a fun one. Okay. Fun times with math. 
All right, here we go. First through fifth grade questions. Can you beat the king? Let me turn to my page here. Lindsay, is this young lady's Lindsay, name? Lindsay, yes. Okay, Lindsay. Okay, wait a second. How do you wait, feel? Wait Good? A wait a second, Rafe. No, not with math. No. Me too, girl. You you got it, though. Don't worry. I think you'll be all right. This is grade school math. It's going to be fine. It is grade school math. Although, man, there was a tough one in here last time in grade school math. Okay. Lindsay, the first day of the 20th century was what? Give me a date. January 1st. Any what year? year? Of the 20th century? Yeah. Correct. 2000. Okay. Lindsay, solve the following equation. 3 plus 2 divided by 1 equals what? 5. Lindsay... Answer the following question. <laughs> if a shopping cart contains one apple, two bananas, three oranges, and four hot dogs, what percent of the cart's total contents are fruit? Oh, my God. Rafe. Are you driving, Lindsay? I'm going to repeat this one more time. A shopping cart contains one apple, two bananas, three oranges, and four hot dogs. What percent of the cart's total contents is fruit? 25%. Okay. The oh. interior angles of a triangle always add up to what? How many degrees? The interior angles? Uh -huh. Oh, yeah. Interior angles of a triangle always add up to what degrees? 180. Okay. A father has seven daughters and $100. <laughs> if he wants to give each daughter an equal oh, amount... Music. Oh, hold up. Music. Time out. Time out. There you go. Right. Oh, back on. Yeah, back a on. A father has Game seven on. daughters and $100, Lindsay. If he wants to give each daughter an equal amount of money, rounding to the nearest dollar, how much does each daughter get? $100 and seven daughters? Mm -hmm. Rounding to the nearest dollar. $14. Okay. okay, got your computer, got your calculator on your phone out. Good job. She's good. Hey, I'm kidding. So I'm kidding. She's driving. All right, let's get King Scott out of isolation. My brain just froze. I, this is the hardest yeah, category, my brain dude. Just Whatever. Yeah. This is right, I think you did pretty good. Hang on. I, I think you're going to every time in math. We're going to see how. Brain melting math. Look at my papers. It's this the research. Research. I think this is King Scott's. Weakness. We'll see. I what? could be wrong, dude. I could be wrong. Dude, Prove me wrong. He has my thing. No Let's go. Yeah, out if you car. have a weakness, math is your category. Okay. The first day of the 20th century was what date? First day of the 20th century was 1900. No, eight. What day? What day? Oh, what, what day? The first day. We need the date. January 1st? Of what year? What year? Um, yeah, I'm going to say 1900. Okay. Solve the following equation. 3 plus 2 divided by 1 equals what? 3 plus 2. What did you say it was divided by? Divided by 1. Uh, 3 plus 2, it's 5. Okay. If a shopping cart contains one apple, two bananas, three oranges, and four hot dogs, what percent of the cart's total contents are fruit? Okay. <laughs> one more time. So we got one If a cart contains one apple, two bananas, Three oranges and four hot dogs. What percent of the cart's total contents are fruit? Um, it would be 70%. All right. The interior angles of a triangle always add up to what degrees? That's um, 
awesome one too. Uh, <laughs> uh, the triangle always it adds up to um, 180, 180. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> 180 divided by 180. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Did you see him draw the circle? Yeah. Right. Final question. Final question. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> A father has seven daughters and $100. He wants to give each daughter an equal amount of money, rounding to the nearest dollar. How much does each daughter get? Seven daughters. It'll be... Uh, let's see here. So seven daughters. They each get for okay. seven brothers. Hundred dollars. Um, what is that? That'll be. <laughs> Why is this? Five so seconds. Uh, okay, I'm gonna say they'll each get. Need an answer. $12. All right. There it is. Man, okay. He just All drew right. a circle again. All right. All right. Lindsay, here we go. Maths. Let's get the answers. There's some Maths stressed out people in traffic 13. right now. Maths. The first day of the 20th century was? Uh, Lindsay said January 1st of the year 2000. King said January 1st of the year 1900. The correct answer is January 1, 1901. 1901. Come on, you goofballs. You were closer, but it was 1901. 1901. Solve the following equation. 3 plus 2 divided by 1 equals... King and Lindsay both said 5. They're both correct. Yeah, Lindsay. Okay. It's 5. And you right. sounded smart, too, when I talked to her. It was scary. It does seem like the second grade questions are easier for some reason. Uh, yeah, first grade, man, it was tough. If a shopping cart contains one apple, two bananas, three oranges, four hot dogs, what percent of the cart's total contents are fruit? Uh, King said 70%. Lindsay said 25%. Correct answer is 60%. Ah. Six out of 10. So. Wait, so so one apple, two bananas, three oranges. That's, mm -hmm. uh, you know, six fruit, four hot dogs. Okay, that is yeah. 60%. Six out of 10. Okay. The math, okay. the math, math's out. Does the it, math does it checks out? out. Good job. <laughs> the interior angles of a triangle always add up to what degrees? King and Lindsay both said 180. And they are both correct. All right, so we're tied? Are you kidding? Yep. We're tied. We're tied. <laughs> He's more surprised than anybody. We are tied. Are you kidding? <laughs> Guys, I drew that circle. Guys, everybody calm down. Pulled it out of another circle. Everybody calm down. This is it. Okay. This is the final question. A father has seven daughters and $100. Lindsay, if he wants to give each daughter an equal amount of money, rounding to the nearest dollar, how much does each daughter get? King said $12, <laughs> and Lindsay said $14. Correct answer. It's fourteen dollars. Oh, oh, I knew she was smart. All right, hang on. Good job, wow. Lindsay. That's tough, dude. Hey, I got. That more, was tough. I Math got is at tough. Least two out of that this time. Word right. problems are hard enough, I and mean, that when you're under the timer and you don't get the. Oh down. my god, they're also yeah, hard when you tough. can't see them. That's what I mean, dude. Yeah. It's weird. Oh, it's, I want to write them down. Yeah, yeah. Do it's tough, that. dude. Ridiculous. I can't even remember what you told me. It's like one hot dog. It's like no, he said one something else. Even the simple math becomes hard. Right, well done, Scott. Well Thank done, uh, Sorry, Jeff and Lindsay, the two winners. Everybody. I apologize. You're still the king. You're still the I king. I appreciate it. Pseudo Show, traffic and weather. All right, Riz Show presented by the Fast Lane. Uh, we'll take a break. We'll come back with some news. Hey, it's Dan Soder. You're listening to The Rizzuto Show. Happy birthday to whoever the hell's birthday it is. I bet it's a real special day for pretty much just you. 
All right, welcome back to the Riz Show presented by the Fast Lane. Um, so if you're looking at your phone right now and it says SOS only, you are not alone. Yeah, I got Lauren, it. you got the SOS only. Mm-hmm. Yeah, apparently there's this uh, AT&T outage. Nationwide, I guess it's affecting Verizon, AT&T, T-Mobile, and there's no word on what exactly is going on. Ah, conspiracies running rampant yeah. on the internet. Uh, I think it's really? it crashed because of the 2SG dropping their new album it on the fan was. Yeah. yeah, it was a big The 5G couldn't handle it. No, yeah, only two, 2G can. Uh, AT&T customers hit by widespread cellular outages. Uh, they're not really saying anything. Oh, they didn't pay their electric bill. Nationwide AT&T cell phone outage prevents emergency calls, some 911 centers say. That's not good. No. AT&T service down for many people nationwide. Yeah, I got AT&T. I'm good. I'm not. Well, I'm good. I'm still rocking the 5G. Be good. Mine says that I got 5G, but I tried calling earlier and it wouldn't go through. Let me try to me. Let call me. Try to call you. Call me. Call me. Call me. Let's see. Hey, Chris. Okay. Call me. Call me right now. I'm going to try and call Tim. It's not. The Rizzuto oh, Show. Man. Traffic Sorry, and weather. Oh, it's uh, now affecting our computer system. Scott Rizzuto's calling me. Oh, it works. <clears throat> yep, I guess it's working now. Yep, mine's working. Full on working. SOS. No. Nah, yeah, you got anything. the SOS only. Ah. Wow. I'm SOS. Which, uh, you're I'm SOL. SOL. <clears throat> SOL. Huh. Well, that's happening this morning. Hmm. Uh, you want to get, uh, you want to get some knowledge? Please. A moment of knowledge, you guys. Love the Learning knowledge. is cool. So learning is cool. You know, we just said that, uh, you know, B. King Scott thing. Mm-hmm. I got a lot I need to learn. <laughs> and you have, uh, the 2SG record dropping on Leap Day. Yep. Which is February 29th. It's a leap year. So why does a leap year have 366 days? Why? This, ro- hang on. The rotation of the planet and the sun what? and the moon is there. <laughs> it has then to I want to know why. I want to say, let me try. Okay, go ahead. That I heard somewhere that it is just, it is a, over the course of four years, there is like a little bit of extra time we have to make up for because it's not a perfect system. Yeah, right. I think so, we drop a few minutes every year. So, yeah. so. You know, Earth takes 365 days to make a full lap, you know, around the sun, but the journey actually lasts 365 and a quarter days. How'd they figure this out? We're just flying I'm gonna through let time. You, I'm going to let, you know, let you know. I'm going to let you know everything. You're Go, gonna, I'm sorry. I'm going to drop Excuse some me. knowledge right now. So, really, it takes 365 and a quarter days to go around the sun. So, leap years help to keep the 12-month calendar matched up with Earth's movement around the sun. So after four years, those leftover hours add up to a whole day. In a leap year, uh, we add this extra day to the month of February, making it 29 days instead of the usual 28. Uh, the idea of an annual catch-up dates back to ancient Rome, where people had a calendar with 355 days instead of 365 because it was based on cycles and phases of the moon. They noticed that their calendar was getting out of sync with the seasons. So they began adding an extra month every two years to catch up with the missing days. Hmm. In the year 45 BC, Roman Emperor Julius Caesar introduced a solar calendar based on one developed in Egypt. Every four years, February got an extra day to keep the calendar in line with the Earth's journey around the sun. 
So in honor of Caesar, the system is still known as the Julian calendar. This guy knew how to party or what? Yeah. But that, la- that wasn't the last week. As time went on, people realized that the Earth's journey wasn't exactly 365.25 days. It actually took 365.24219 days, which is about 11 minutes less. So adding a whole day every four years was actually a little more, little more correction than we needed. So in 1582, and we all know this, common knowledge, Pope Gregory XIII mm-hmm. signed an order making a small adjustment. Hey, Pope Greg. The Gregorian calendar. Right. So there would still be a leap year every four years, except in century years. Years divisible by 100, like 1,700 or, you know. 2,000. 2,100. Oh. Unless they were divisible by 400. Now, it might, might sound like, you know, a bit of a puzzle, but this adjustment made the calendar even more accurate. And from that point on, it was known as the Gregorian calendar. So yeah. what if we didn't have leap years? What would happen? If the calendar didn't make that small correction every four years, it would gradually fall out of adjustment with the seasons or out of alignment with seasons. And over centuries, this could lead to solstices and equinoxes occurring at different times as expected. Hmm. So winter weather might develop in what the calendar showed as summer, and the farmers could become confused about when to plant their seeds. Interesting. Hmm. Yeah, farmers don't know unless they have a calendar. My God. That is the neatest thing I've ever heard. Wow. And you know what? You did it well. Good night, everybody. You'd be a good teacher. Good night, everybody. So if we use the 13-month calendar, is it still all the same reason? Well, you know, 13 is Taylor Swift's favorite number. And she's (sighs) rigging up everything this year. So don't even start talking about the number 13, dude. Man, I think we I heard Taylor Swift is responsible for the AT&T out. Yeah, I heard that, too. (sighs) Because guess who just left the country to go see Taylor in Australia? In her private jet. Travis Kelsey. Yep. Travis is out of the country. All of a sudden, all Lines of a sudden, he took the cell towers with him. No, all of a sudden, Taylor shuts down the cell phone system. Hey, dude, you better be getting those paper ballots for the vote uh, in November. That's what? all I'm saying. <laughs> Taylor starts with a T. Travis starts with a T. And they're in Australia. AT&T. AT&T. Get Boom. out of here, Rafe! And they're outage of America. Yeah, Exploder. It's real. Information. Ha. <laughs> huh. Wild, dude. Ah, man. Wild. I believe it, man. Truth is crazy. I believe it. You know what I want to know about this old Greg's calendar? What? Why the hell February only has 28 days? Like, if we, some months have 31 and 30, they could all hit 30. The math pretty much works out. You might have to give one. Why'd February get shorted? What's up with that? What was that decision about? Right. I don't know. I don't either. I don't know. Someone I'll do a deep is already dive emailing that. us I'll about do, it. I'll do a deep dive Let's on that. Let's do a deep dive on that and get back tomorrow. Right. Tune in tomorrow to find out what's up with months. <laughs> what's up? Hey, guys, What's tomorrow's episode is called What's Up with February? <laughs> what's up with that? February. What's up with that? ooh Put that in the promo mood. What's up with that? What's up with that? Tomorrow, we learn February. What's up with that? All right, let's get some emails. RayShow1057thepoint.com. Uh, emails are brought to you by Kloss Furniture. Lowest prices guaranteed. We have something for everybody. Uh, let's see. Hey, everybody. I was listening uh, this week, and Moo mentioned that he heard Randy Travis was discovered as a dishwasher at a bar he was working at. I can confirm via my mother's story that that is true. My mom told me that 
she and her dad, or she and my dad, were at a bar in Nashville where they announced that their dishwasher was going to come out and sing, please welcome Randy Travis to the stage. Funny enough, my dad said to my mom, this guy's never going to make it. Mm. <laughs> LOL. So your dad and mom were there when Randy Travis got pulled from the back to go sing. Yep. Well, apparently he would do it like every week. They would, I, they would give the dishwasher some time. I don't believe you. Oh. <laughs> okay. oh. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Riz is calling. Riz. No, I'm kidding. Yep. Randy Travis, I remember my dad had some of his records. And, dude, that guy has a big old forehead. Have you ever seen Randy Travis? Have you looked at him he's lately? A, he's a big fella. Yeah. Randy Travis he's, lately, he's had a stroke, right? He's not doing well. Well, I'm not talking about he's that. Doing and I apologize. Better now. I think his he's doing better now. Like he's able to talk Huge. again and stuff. We've seen him play at our church, like just walk in on a Sunday morning. Yeah. I'm going, holy crow, that's Randy Travis up, up front. He would yeah. just walk in? No, he'll just, he's just, he's he just performed there a few and, times. Yeah, and, he, he just performed on a, a Sunday in? morning. Yeah. He in a, he <laughs> just in Sunday morning, he's just playing. I'm like, oh my gosh, it's freaking Randy Travis. What's funny about that? I'm just going to be a turd, man. What? You said no. I could see his forehead from the back? I'll write email. What is wrong with you, dude? Fun fact. They used to show I mean, you guys did just casually drop that Randy <laughs> Travis performs at your church. Like, it was not a big deal. No, it's like, yeah, sometimes I walk into church. We're like, wait. Is it you guys having a hallucination at church? No, no, it's been a long time. Yeah, I thought long. you were going to be like, oh, that's Randy Travis. Oh, that's Pastor Dave. No, no. It's well, Martin thinks forehead. they show movies on his forehead. <laughs> yeah. What? He's got a big old forehead, and that's cool. I don't have good things about my body either. So. They write words his, to all the hymnals on his forehead, and you guys just read along. The you stare at it. Please follow his along. His Matlock on. episode's amazing, by the way. All along on the forehead. I'll tell you what, he's got a big forehead, but the man's got some pipes. Dude. Yeah. He's and awesome. he the reason that Garth Brooks got into music, right? Well, speaking of Garth Brooks, Kelly says that uh, her husband Jason has been a longtime listener and brought me on board to hear the story of Moon being invited to perform with Garth Brooks when he was here in 2018. Uh, I was insanely envious to hear that. Couldn't be happier for Moon to live out a once-in-a-lifetime dream. Absolutely love that man. We both now love the show. Three out of five stars, Kelly from O'Fallon. Please, P.S., please tell Learn I'll be sliding into into her DMs to suggest a place to get some amazing chicken substitutes. Let's go. I'm off the bird. Thank you, Kelly. Let's go. Teachers are out of town. (laughs) Garth Brooks was in town. Yeah, right. Moon knows his nephew. Yeah. Yeah, long story short, uh, I didn't even think I was going to be able to meet him. I was just, you know, excited to go to the show. Went down there at like noon uh, to maybe see like a sound check thing or something. I, I, listen, I would have been happy to hear a note from outside the building during sound check. That would have been a dream come true for me. And uh, man, I walk in and I see my buddy, Mike, and I go over and holy smokes, Garth Brooks is right there and he grabs me, hugs me. We talked. It was awesome. And then he went up and sound checked and he's like sound checking by himself, like acoustic guitar. And he, he was asking me what songs that I love and that I've played before, you know, live. And I told him some, like, deep cuts, you know, because I don't just do the the Thunder Rolls. I'm doing, you know, uh, Lonesome Dove and all these other ones. And it was like a private concert. This dude played those songs that I mentioned. Did not even play those later in the night. Wow. Played those for me. And then the band walks up. And they're about to start Thunder Rolls. And that was the song that changed my life, 1991. That's the reason I became a musician. And he's like, why don't you come on up here? And dude... So from a hundred dollar bill. All I thought was, well, everything just fell out of my. Does this thunder roll? Fell out of my brain. And uh, dude, long story short, I, I walked up on stage, and as I'm walking up, he's he's playing, and I'm I'm looking, and I'm recognizing all the band. Like this is the band. Like this is the band. Holy cow, I'm up here. And he goes, uh, why not? I'm going to take the first verse. Why don't you take the second verse? And all I thought was, I'm going to forget the words, man. So yeah. I, I go. So I waved him off, and I go, No, man, I got it. 
and waved Garth off and and took the the, uh, so cool, the first man. verse and dude it was, it was the hundreds roll and the lightning strike. Franklin breast pocket. Dude, it was incredible. Yep. It was, that is yeah, really cool, amazing. Man. I love it that. It's so a great amazing. story. Uh, did Garth happen to tell Moon where the bodies are? Oh, <laughs> what's that conspiracy? Oh, that bodies. Uh, there are bodies on his ranch. Well, there's yeah. bodies everywhere. Yeah, that's a Tom Segura. Yeah, that's a Tom Segura. Oh, Segura troll on bit. Social yeah. media. Yeah. All right. Next. Hey, fellas, and learn. Hi. I went to visit my parents in Effingham a couple days ago, and after lunch, we went back to their place to talk and catch up. My dad told me he had something for me and brought out the binder. Yup, the binder. My parents are 74, so I know the inevitable is sooner than later, but it was a surreal moment after watching Ryan Beck's short film and hearing him on your show. It's nice to have their wishes on paper and to see it all the financials. Working in healthcare, I've uh, seen too many situations where the family doesn't know their loved one's wishes and they prolong their life oh, the unnecessarily. Death, yeah, the death binder. Keep up the mediocre work. Three out of five stars, James. Yeah, I didn't know about that until I saw that uh, that short film, The Death Binder. Mm-hmm. And I guess it's a more common thing that... It is. Learns parents have one. Yeah, my in-laws have them. Oh, your in-laws. I'm sorry. My parents are a hot mess. They don't want to tell us anything that's in the will, and we're going to be screaming at each other when they go. It's that's how they want it to what be. What if it just like ah, do whatever? Do you think you think your mom's got something in mind? My stepdad doesn't believe he's going to die ever, and which is great. Um, my mom, <laughs> <laughs> my mom wants to talk about it, but. You know, she needs Jerry to talk about it with. So it's, yeah, it's a whole mess. And my my sister's a lawyer, and she can read the legal writing. I'm just going to follow her lead, whatever. Yeah. Just don't come here. Whatever. Out. Just give me half your jewelry. Just, We're good. Yeah. <laughs> give me your vintage clothes, Ma. Uh, okay, next. Moon, you say micro- microwave popcorn is cancer popcorn. Real quick. I said cancer bags. I didn't say the popcorn. Right, yeah. Cancer bags. The baggies. That was a whole thing. It was a, it was a big story. Yeah. Well, he goes on. Carcinogens. This is information. Tim says, I work for a food manufacturer that makes many generic food products, and one of the products is microwave popcorn. The company I work for hasn't used that chemical since uh, that that caused cancer in the microwave popcorn. We did buy a a company that made the the microwave popcorn with the cancer chemical, and they no longer use that chemical. That chemical is not used anymore in any microwave popcorn. I understand your reservations on eating microwave popcorn. It's crazy that that chemical is used in dog food production and a bunch of other products. Side note. The person that first sued the popcorn manufacturers would pop a bag every day, open it right up out of the microwave, and breathe in the steam. Obviously, this doesn't make it his fault, not victim blaming, but this is the amount of the chemical that he was breathing in every day. Mm. We do require our employees to wear protective gear in the shortening room and when mixing the butter. Thanks for the great show, Tim. Hey, that's... There you go. Thank you. That actually did make me feel better. I appreciate the email. I appreciate I'm the information. Not, I'm still not doing it. You're no. not doing it at all? No, I, I used the silicone thing, which who knows what that what that what is. What that is. What's that what's happening there? So yeah. <laughs> I luck, feel like convenience everybody. is always there's always a big there's risk with a convenience. Drawback. I'll just do the traditional old school stovetop. <laughs> Pop. Oh uh, yeah, we you're genetically modified uh no, corn make kernels. Sure. Mine, huh? mine even said, "Yeah, I'm growing my own corn." Mine, because I went to Schnucks last night to get a bag and they're out. So Monsanto then I went don't to win. Walgreens and theirs says non-GMO. So that's cool. Yeah, but then that thing tracked me. So I don't Lies. Know. Next, okay. Here's a uh, how would you have handled this situation? Good morning. FedEx delivered my package to someone else. I knew immediately when I received delivery confirmation of a pick of somebody else's front porch. I contacted FedEx, and they said they would research and let me know. That night, I was driving home, and I noticed a house one street over, which matched the picture from the delivery confirmation. Different street, but same house number. 
The next afternoon, my boyfriend went to the house and asked the guy if he received a FedEx delivery. And the guy hesitated and said, uh, let me check. He came back with an open box and said, sorry, my wife opened it by accident. My boyfriend brought the box home to me. I ordered quite a bit of clothing, dresses, blouses, uh, I ordered panties, five pillows. Dildos is only four in here. Panties and a pair of boots. Hmm. Each time is sent individually packaged. All items had been removed from packaging and then thrown back in the box. The shoes had obviously been worn. Pieces of wood looked like dry grass on them. All the packaging was placed then back in the bag. To say I was furious is an understatement. I wanted to file a police report. I wanted to confront the people for being crappy humans. I even thought about putting a letter in their mailbox explaining the laws on opening others' packages. LOL. My boyfriend yeah. convinced oh. me to let it go. Fast forward to one week later. I get a call from FedEx letting me know that they're sorry, but they can't find the box. I explained to them that I already found it on my own and the details of the condition that it was received. Their response was, we're happy that you got that I got my package, and they will document it for the records. I'm so aggravated by this. I'm so curious, though. How would you have handled this situation? So FedEx can't do anything? No, because she got her package, and she told them. Yeah, but it was open and stuff, so right. I don't know. Do, do they know that detail? They, she said that they said that uh, she would have to file a claim with the company that she ordered it from. Well, that's what you got to do then. There's no other, unless you burn the other house down. Right. Mm -hmm. and, uh, Those are the only two options. Those are the only two options. And that's joking, and we're Let's kidding. Let's not do uh -huh. that. Uh -huh. no, 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 no. Let's not do that. Hmm. Um, listen, it's, it hasn't happened at your house where there's so many friggin' packages that sometimes you've opened Dude. up a package that was not delivered. It's never, it delivered it's to your never, house accidentally. it's never happened that I've gotten one back from a neighbor and they used my stuff. Yeah. Not used it. But, like, opened it up and go, oh, man, this is Tony's next door. My mom did it. And then she had to track down the postal worker. It was like, hey, because she gets packages every damn day. Of course. And so she's that going. Happens. The knife is out. And she opened it. She goes, oh, these aren't my shoes. And, she, you know, she didn't do anything with them. And she gave them back. To, but it was all, the packaging was all messed up. So she was, like, afraid she was going to jail. You know? No, it yeah. happens. You get so many, so many packages coming to our house. You got to accept it now. Yeah, but right. it would have been better if she left it. Now, this one sounded like she opened the box and then opened the stuff inside the box, and which is a bridge it. too far. And used it. I think the clothing, right? Tried it on. Yeah, and the shoes. Like, yeah. tried the panties on. Yeah. Like, mm -hmm. that's somebody that's like, hey, we're not giving this back. Well, you got to try the panties on. I mean, they're uh, there, right? Yeah, I'm like, I only put it. them on my head. Yeah, I just put them on my face. Yeah. Anytime they mistakenly show up, I always do. I've done it, and I've had it done. I have my neighbor across the street. They've, we've gotten our packages switched before, and we have so much stuff coming to our house, man. If you get nine boxes and eight of them are yours and one's not, I that's I'm not like looking at the label. I'm just I start ripping through them. I start ripping through them. So I could see where that would happen. I think the if you open up the stuff inside, you've made the conscious decision that you might be keeping this erroneous package. Unless you unless know, they ordered, although close. I don't know everything my wife orders. Do you True. open her packages? Because I don't. All right, looks like Mystery has got some panties. Got to try uh, these on. Oh, for there you go. <laughs> Oh. oh, these are nice. Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, they're new. My head? <laughs> Scott, what are you doing? Uh, another new pair. Uh, no, I don't open Tim's stuff. He gets, I mean, he gets a lot of packages sent out. I don't uh, open my wife's stuff either. Because I don't want, you know, I don't want him to jail me. He'll be like, "Do you open this package?" Jail you? <laughs> He's just know. waiting for that one thing that he can get me on. I'm not touching any of it. All right, one more move. <laughs> okay, let's go to uh, food then. Hey, guys, question for the arbiter of taste. First of all, were all the arbiters nah, of taste? Nah, there's only one. Oh, okay. There can only there's be only one. one. There can only be one. Husband and I are coming to town from Kentucky for Riz Show Live. Wow. 
First night out together as new parents. Can you recommend a great restaurant to go to uh, for dinner before the show? Price doesn't matter. Location doesn't matter either. Well, what, I mean, what, if they go to a restaurant live just, and you're staying, you know, local, like in the loop. Go to Blueberry Hill. Yeah. But also, what part of Kentucky are they from? That makes a big difference. Come on. <laughs> don't do that. Don't don't arbit that. Don't arbiter that. I'm not. I, did you see the look on my face? I, Thank you. you. Looked, I, I mean, just didn't want you to rubber stamp chair. that. I'm sorry. I have a great time every time I oh, do. Money and it, uh, money, location, no object. I'm not going to Blueberry Hill. I love the place. I'm not. Is that your last stop, though? You want a good? You want a good place nearby? I'm with you. Let's Louis on Demand. Okay. Yes, I will second. I will not um, cuck your. If, if, Whatever if, this is you're if doing. money's no option, although that's a long meal. So Riz Show Live starts, what, 7 o'clock? Yeah. You'll probably have mm-hmm. to go for a 5 o'clock dinner, probably first Good luck in a table. What about Annie Guns or something like that? Uh, if they're coming from Kentucky, I don't think they'd be coming from that way. Pasteria. Yeah, but they, don't, but they don't care. It's 20 minutes out the way. I'm looking for something kind of good right, luck Jay, in that, a table. That area? In that area. Go to Maplewood. Yeah, go to Maplewood. There's a ton of great spots. Blue Duck or if you want to, if you want to. Wh- wh- where, where do you suggest, Rafe? Charlie Gito's on the hill. No. Yeah, hit the hill. Yeah, hit the, the hill. hill. Get the hill and go to a nice Italian dinner. Oh, Charlie Gito. Wow. Out of my face. No. Oh, oh, sorry. You want him to go? Please tell me your place in St. Charles. It's so much better. Hey, I. I'm, I'm not telling him to go. I just gave a suggestion. <laughs> Where's your. What are I you said, saying? Blue, you I said Blueberry, Blueberry Hill. hill. I, like a real St. Louisian. Yeah, go have I, a burger yes. with some pub cheese on it. Go go to our Applebee's. How dare you throw pub cheese on <laughs> this? Go to St. Louis's <laughs> Applebee's ripoff and have you a... You know what? I hope Joe Edwards haunts all of you tonight. I really what? do. This hey. What does that have Edwards to do with him? Will you do this back in the kitchen? And maybe if you're lucky, the trolley will ding your car while you're there. You know what? Am I trying to get a picture with Joe Edwards tonight for playing in the pageant first time? Yes, Heck I yeah. am. Yes, I am. Listen, I love and respect Blueberry Hill, but it is the St. Louis Applebee's, dude. It's just like the accoutrements up everywhere. Okay, okay. Listen, listen, we're not looking out for St. Louis. All right, I got a suggestion. Wait, for the the listeners. Salt and smoke is there. Yeah, that's safe. What do you mean? It's 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 it's. Yeah. Okay. It's 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 good food. Cool. Yeah. Are you wearing your salt and smoke hat right now? Like, what is happening? Yeah. I'm wearing my. How about Renouche? (laughs) Go to Wally's. You can't pass Renouche. That place is I mean, delicious. that's ethnic. No. I'm, they got hookah there. I'm with Ray. I know. They got hookah. They got great naan. They got everything, man. You're coming down yeah. the pageant. You're going to see the loop. You're going to experience the loop. Experience food elsewhere. We have other neighborhoods. That I want you to go to multiple neighborhoods. See what St. Louis is. Don't, Don't just come and look at the loop and go, this is St. Louis. Come to Overland. We got a Wendy's. Don't go to the hill. <laughs> what are you basing this on? <laughs> <laughs> it's that's, on the way, man. What, so what? What? Where do they go then? <laughs> Arbiter of taste. I'm planning out their evening for that. I okay. literally want to know. I'm telling you, it's going to be a pain in the ass to park down there. Not on the hill, but, oh, but yeah. on Delmar mm-hmm. on a Saturday night. Okay, you get there early. You put your car in a good spot. So you're, you're basing a, your decision around parking. Around parking. You do Uber <laughs> from Richmond Heights. Okay. From from Louis. No, I'm saying I'm I've changed my mind. You got to eat somewhere on Delmar. Okay. Okay. You got to eat the somewhere melting on Delmar. pot. <laughs> yeah, go to the super. It's not fondue. Pot. It's fondue. It's fondue. Okay. It's going to be a pain there? in the ass to park. Yeah. Park early. Sold out. And often. And guys. At Delmar Hall next door, disco night, dance oh, party. That even that's even crazier. Though. Don't even get me started. I might. It's disco step out. night. <laughs> park, 
down there and go to dinner there. So this way the car is in a, in a place you're, you're good to go. You could walk. You could trolley. Whatever you want to do. Is I don't even know if the trolley's running. You could walk to wherever. You could walk to the pageant. Go to the boathouse. The boat that you can't walk. Isn't that salt and smoke? No, that's what is it? It's sugar fire. What? what? The boathouse. The boathouse boat is the boathouse. In the forest park. In forest park. That's literally Isn't that on sugar the way. Fire now? I'm saying what? park no, your it's car. Just, it's just the boathouse. <laughs> Keep your car. It's like BLTs and stuff. Stop talking about the car. They want to know where they're Don't worry about the okay, car. They don't give a damn about the car. Yeah, don't worry about it. What are you so? Uh, they're not where all. Are you oh, yeah. <laughs> they're not all upset. <laughs> Go to the foundry. Trust me. Go to the foundry. Trust me. That's on the way. You're going to worry about the car when you're circling and you can't find a spot. The Rizzuto Show. Traffic and weather. You go down around 4.35 o'clock. Get into town at 8 a.m. Mm-hmm. Park your car. 4.30. I'm telling you, heed my warning. I'm telling them to cone off the place for me in the back. Oh, yeah. I mean, we're going to be there early. We'll be there early enough. Well, I'm guessing, don't you think they got a hotel nearby? I'm guessing they're not driving back to Louisville, Kentucky that night. They're probably staying at Moonrise, which means they're going to have parking with the hotel. You're assuming. Yeah, don't stress out. You got them already. You're assuming. Now you got them coming to town, and they're already stressed out. They're not even here yet. Yeah, we we helped with nothing with this conversation. Dan, Riz is one of the only one of the few people who cares so much about parking. It's crazy. Well, okay, you're crazy. I'm with him. Well, since they're out of towners, maybe you should tell them where your secret spot is. No, we don't talk about. You're crazy. Uh, I don't know what we're doing next. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. Cool, man. It's going to be fun. It's the Rizzuto Show. All right, that is it for us. Donnie Fandango is next. Uh, today's wrap-up sponsored by... Today's wrap-up is sponsored by Jack in the Box. Jack wraps a little bit of healthy, a little bit of indulgence, only at Jack. All right, don't forget, if you missed any of the Craigslist Freak of the Week ads, learn reading those, please hit up the podcast, which will be titled... Nipples are out, let's go! Nipples are out, let's go. <laughs> A lot of nipple talk today. Who has the best nipples the in the room? The best nipples, well, just the best nipples that uh, all men want to uh, emulate. Whose nipples do uh, do men want to emulate? This and is are multiple actually choice. Also in this room. Also in this. Also room. in this room. Crazy. Uh, nipple talk and a whole bunch more on today's uh, Riz Show podcast. Make sure you download, subscribe. Rate. Smash that like button, guys. Review it, too. I want to know what you think. Uh, tomorrow, comedian Duncan Trussell joins us at 9 a.m. He is at the Helium Comedy Club this weekend. Also will crown the Chrysler's Freak, uh, Freak of the Week, Friday Fail Stories, and Rafe's E-Memoriam. To wrap mm-hmm. everything up. All right, Moon, what else? Uh, can you feel the punk tonight tickets? Get them while you can. Uh, other than that, I uh, should have a, a new episode of Story of the Gear coming up, and I have some guests coming on. Uh, some big guests talking about their favorite guitars. Uh, and the stories behind that to next week. So make sure you subscribe to that YouTube channel. Trying to get smash it that there. like button. Well, yeah, the more subscribers I get, the more people I can get on here. And I got a lot of friends with some pretty cool instruments and stories and huge bands, but they don't want to come on for just you know a yeah. couple of views here and there. No, no I don't want to waste no. their time, honestly. Unless there's a lot of people on it, I don't want to call and be like, hey, just do me this favor. You know what I mean? They should be on there with you no matter what. Dude. Right. Uh, learn well, what that'll else. That'll help sell it. Um, come see me tonight at the pageant. We're going to be playing around 9 o'clock. Lee Narrows, we play classic rock covers. Celebration Day, going to be doing their sound check party. Tickets are remain soon. About 800 tickets sold, so that's pretty good. All right. Cool. That's awesome. For a um, sound check party. For a sound check party. That's They've never wonderful. done it like this. Uh, and just take care of my guys tomorrow. I'm off, so take care of the Riz Show. Oh, thank you. No. Have fun tonight. Thanks. Go to Great. the pageant tonight. Let's get it up to 1,000. Let's right. pump oh, it up. Yeah, let's let's pump it. the numbers. 
Get it up over a thousand. That'll be good for the old resume. And uh, yeah, you don't got anything else going on. Say, let's go out and go and see our girl tonight. King Scott. Happy birthday, Jordan Reinwald and Pastor Jeff from St. Louis Family Church. Happy birthday, you nice. all. And I gave you a birthday gift. The 2SG just dropped their album on Bandcamp. Yeah. And it's free right now, and there's only a few hundred copies. So go get your copy, or uh, you can pay what you want. Okay. That's there. Cool. That's super cool. Thank you, King Scott. All right, we leave you with a selection from our teamers. Remember the day brought to you by Hot Shots. St. Louis is home for blues hockey from Jeff City. Ben Funk is out. Yeah. 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 The Rizzuto Show podcast, powered by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers. Your best choice for quality tires and expert auto service. Dobbs.